what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS-4775-376-EZ-EZ. You know that cycle they always talk about? Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. Weak men create bad times. Bad times create strong men. Bad times don't create strong men. Strong men are once again appreciated for what they bring to society in bad times. But you choose to be that. If you're waiting around for bad times to make strong men, that doesn't happen. Strong men are made by other strong men. Strong men flourish when society recognizes that the value that they bring the stability, the leadership, when they recognize that, embrace it, and appreciate it for what it is, that's what creates the good times. I practiced preaching to Billy Goats mm-hmm. at the Good Shepherd Children's Home. Yep. They said, amen, Brother Greg. Yeah, amen. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, a Tuesday edition of the Arnie State Show. Hopefully you're doing good this morning. We have a lot to get to. I might have to do Sands' uh, good morning walk-up songs uh, this morning. Uh, a couple of them. First one here. I, of course, first one here. Of course, I have to do, and it's Hangtown Jen. You know I don't speak Spanish. Who lives the Metallica song. Uh, <laughs> so what? She, she wrote, I fucking live this song. So, of course, we, 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 we got to say good morning to her. And then, of course, there's the one and only. Oh, my lucky stars. Uh, the one and only bratty kid in the house. I hope you die of ass cancer. All righty, there you go. And before we go any further. It's t-shirt time? 12 tennis t-shirt time. Wow. It's t-shirt time. Wow. T-shirt time. Wow. It's t-shirt time. Everybody knows it's t-shirt time. So annoying. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Oh, my God. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their T-shirts. Uh, good morning to you, stupid dick. This is good morning, assholes. Hope you all had a fantastic Taco Tuesday. Today's T-shirt. It, it, this is the number one shirt in the collection now because this is so awesome. It's half stunning Steve Austin, half stone cold Steve Austin. I found this artist, and he does all these wrestling drawings, and they're phenomenal. And he does, like, old gimmick with new gimmick, and he does tag teams. And I have one of the Road Warriors that I got a few years ago. And, and, and Rhino has put together some great shirts for me, uh, especially from uh, this artist. Oh, I, 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 there are two more that he, he's making. I cannot wait to see. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm goody-goody gumdrops. I'm so excited. There's one on it on this guy's uh, page of Sam Jackson, which down the road, and he's gonna work on the Briscoes. I emailed him. So yeah, this guy and today's T-shirt is Stone Cold Steve Austin, Stone Cold Stunning Steve Austin. Uh fucking amazing. 4t5printing.com. Go there now. Rhino, Jesse, Jamie, they can do anything. I mean, shit. So good mornings to everybody. Uh, have y'all? Did y'all get to see this video? Because we got to get. I got to call Joe Murphy this morning. We got to talk to Joe. Did you see this video? Gal on a plane. Call me a bitch again. Bitch. Call me a bitch again. Yes, bitch. I did nothing wrong. I said shut up. No, you shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up. in your bitch. You shut the. Film me. I'm Instagram famous. You fucking bum. Shut the fuck. up. 
What is Instagram famous? I'm Instagram famous, you fucking bum. Uh, this broad's name is Morgan Oseman. Her claim to fame is that she sucked fucking Britney Spears' husband's dick right after Britney dumped him. Or they were dating. I imagine there was some fucking butt play probably too there. This bitch is on an airplane. She's getting kicked off the airplane. She's wearing some kind of cat suit. Oh, the camel toe was out in full force. I mean, she was, she had a ninja boot on. It was that tight. And then she goes and says says this nonsense here. Shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up in your bitch. Goodbye. You shut the film me. I'm Instagram famous, you fucking bum. <laughs> Is that like when a mall security guard goes and hangs out with cops at a cop bar? Boy, tough day on the beat today, fellas. I I seriously. I'm Instagram famous, you fucking bum. What 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 is that? Hi, mom. I saw your tattoo yesterday. Looks great. Where do you go? Where did you? Where were you? Uh, Trash pants this morning. Ask family. Sorry for the absence. Went to two concerts over the weekend. Was all day punk rock festival with no effects in San Francisco. Drove next day to Tahoe to Blackberry Smoke Sunday night. Great weekend with Mrs. Trash Panda. Ended with a trip to Applebee's. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Ogre, good morning. Okay, now. now <laughs> <laughs> I'm still just laughing. I'm Instagram famous, you fucking bum. Really? I, I mean, I, does that get you doors open to places, or do you get it? Do you get a discount at Java Juice? <laughs> Smoothie King? Do they punch your card in extra time? Oh shit! She's Instagram famous. Fort Bragg went to Triangle Tattoo. Looks fantastic. They did a great job. Mm-mm-mm. All right, now I can get rid of that story. Now, now we got. Well, I got to call Joe. Fred's having another hard time getting on the old internet, getting on the old mixer. I don't know what's going on. Um, <clears throat> let's call Joe. Told him I was calling today. He's had a trying weekend, though. There he Hello. is. Hello. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. What's happening? How are you, my friend? Uh, I'm doing well. I'm doing okay. Um, You, you know, Joe, I, 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 I had a sound effect that I was going to play for you today, but that damn T.J. Watt fucking ruined it for me. Here, here it was. You're betting against Murphy's two... Team Dine Dog, a moron. You said I was a moron because I was taking the Browns. Yeah. Uh, Joe, I indeed was a moron for taking the Browns. <laughs> I, I know. My Steelers, they had to come. They, had to, they got lucky, I'll tell you that. 
but uh, I'll take it. Oh, I'll you, take it. Last week, you got your college and pro teams both had a win. I was over two. This weekend, I got two wins. So, uh, by the way, so did I. I got two yeah, wins this weekend two again. Two. again. Yeah. I, I think you're. I think you're. Uh, uh, I think your Browns. I mean, your Cowboys have scored like what fifty points in two games or something like that. Like, 70, points. seventy points. Seventy, 70 points, points in two points. games. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, but before we get into your story, because I, I kind of told a little bit of your story yesterday, but I want you to give the whole story uh, real quick over the weekend. Uh, you were eight and eight this weekend. Uh, your man here was 10 and six. Uh, I am now leading the football picks by one. You're 18 and 14 and I am 19 and 13. So you got a one game lead on me. Yes, sir. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's early. It's early. Long season. Oh, very, very, very long season. We got like 16 more weeks or something. 15, 14, something like that. Something crazy. I'm just just toying with you right now. I I, I know, and I appreciate that. Thank you for letting me feel like I belong. Yeah, well, you know what? You're a good kid. I like to keep the school (laughs) you know? Now, speaking of good kids, I think you're a good kid, Joe. Um. First of all, did you get to see the Nick Chubb injury last night? Yeah. Oh, that was rough. Yeah. That yeah. was rough. That was rough as that. What about the uh, What about the kid Travis in Colorado that got death threats now? Yeah, the Colorado State player. You know, here's the thing. I think that he should have been thrown out of the game for that. I don't think that he should lose his scholarship. He shouldn't get yeah. kicked off the team. He made a dirty fucking play. Okay, and dirty plays, and and that was targeting. I mean, yeah. come on. They, they, they should have kicked him out. supposed to sit out the, the first half of the next game, too. Yeah. When you do that. Yeah, I, I, I wish they would do something about that because that was a dirty play. That was a wrong play. But to kick the kid off the team, don't kick him off the team. Just punish yeah. him. Make him run more. Um, are you buying the hype of Colorado? No, I think you know, I think I, I'm interested to see. I'm I'm pretty sure Oregon's favored this week. It's at Oregon. They play at Oregon. I'm pretty sure Oregon's going to be favored by a couple. And I think it's reality time this weekend that they'll. I think they're going to get a. I think they'll lose this weekend. Okay, uh, staying in college football, are the Longhorns for real? I think so. They beat Alabama. You know, you're, well, you're, you're, Al- Al- Alabama's not that good. And the Big Twelve this weekend. I mean, South Alabama going to fucking Oklahoma State and winning. I know, I know. I, I saw that. That was that was crazy. Uh, so you know, there's a lot. Of, there's going to be a lot more parity in like college football because of this whole NIL name, image, likeness thing, where you can just shovel money to guys to get them to come to school. You're going to see some schools pick up some good players, you know, because uh, it's just going to be it's going to be interesting to watch with this. It's going to be a bunch of 18 year old millionaires running around. Yeah, who knows what they're going to do. Uh, House of Pain just said Oregon is already favored by 21. No way, that can't be right. 21. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, hold on a second. Let me let me go to the. Uh, the let me let me go to the worldwide leader in sports, uh, ESPN, to see uh, what they have to say. Um, do I have a man? I tell you what, this weekend we've got a lot of college picks because there's a lot of good games this weekend. Yeah, I just think that's too. I, I don't get that. It's just by Oregon's favorite. I mean, Oregon's ranked like, what, 10th or 12th? I think Colorado's ranked like... 19th. Uh, yeah, they're right there. That just seems bizarre. Yeah, oh, it's, it, I got it right here in front of me. It's 21. Wow. Whoa, man, oh, oh man. Everybody, 21 over Colorado. That is crazy. I 
that's I, I was thinking it's gonna be like maybe a touchdown at the most, but that's crazy. Yeah, so we, like I said, we've got a lot of really good games this weekend, and of course the NFL, which we will do on Thursday, your regular scheduled time. But Joe, you had something happen to you this weekend. Um, it was on Saturday. Was I think it was Friday or Saturday? I okay. think it, was, it might have been Friday. Okay. I, I, I want you to walk me through everything that happened. I want you to take the listeners on this journey. It was, this is something that you never would think would ever happen to you, you know, but it was just crazy. And I have a new thing uh, that I discovered today. I'll tell you about. Uh, okay. So I'm, so I'm at the bus stop, you know, you know me, I like to go green, you know, yeah, of course, uh, of course, you know, I'm using the bus, yeah. the public transit, right? So I'm at the bus. And I'm talking to a guy, and he's sitting there. There's two, like, 20-year-old kids that are probably going to work or school or something. And then this guy's sitting there. Let me let me ask you, let me ask, what time of day is this, Joe? Uh, we're talking, like, noon. Okay. All right. So, high noon. Yeah. And the bus stop right at a big corner. Uh, you know where Golden Valley is here in Reno. Yes. Yeah. North, the North Valley. So, I'm sitting there. We're talking. We're talking about that. Somehow we talk about movies or something, and... I talked about that movie, Life is Beautiful, how the guy takes uh, his kid and they go to Auschwitz, but he makes it like it's a game to like, so the kid doesn't see the horrors of what's really going on there, you know, mm-hmm. it like a game, and we'll win a tank if we win, that at the very end, that's when the, the American comes around in a tank and they're liberating Europe, it's when, you know, it, it was all over, and blah, blah, we're talking about that, and then I said to <laughs> And then uh, somehow we're like, we're the good guys or something. And he said something about, you know, when he bombed Hiroshima or something, we bombed, uh, bombed Japan. We're the bad guys. Bad. And I was like, no, I could, we, we'd all be speaking German. It wasn't for us, you know. So now, this, now, let me whatever, ask you. Let me, you know, let me. Like, we're, we're the good guys. Don't, don't, you remember those things called Pearl Harbor? You know, you don't just yeah. get to, we're going we're gonna to do something about that. You can't just come bomb us. So we got Joe, Joe, <laughs> Joe, hold on a second. Let me ask you something. What started the conversation? Because I'm not like you. I if I'm at a bus stop, well, something's tragic. I, mean, I, I don't know. We just started. We started just talking, and then, and it was mainly, I don't know, if the movie thing. But because the movie was based in World War II, it somehow drifted okay. towards that. But we were talking about movies or something. I don't. It was just. I don't even remember the reason that we, you know, the conversation at all, sure. really. But it just. We got then. I said that then. Of course, I got a little. Because <laughs> I said, but you can always move. I was like, you know, go move to Indonesia or the Philippines. I go, you'll be kicking and screaming to come back to this country, you know. And uh, he was just sad. Go tell me to move or something like that. He got really upset. And I was like, okay. Well, I go, you know, then he just, he got really, he stood up. And he was like, I was saying stuff like I'll end you or, or I'll do. And I, of course, I was just being smart ass. I was sitting there going, yeah, I'm sure you will, buddy. Whatever. Make your move. I was like, whatever. You know, I, I, I go, it'll be the last thing you do. <laughs> yeah, because I'm sitting there just sitting there. He's standing up. He's got his hand behind his back. And I'm like, what do you, what do you keep reaching behind your back for? You know, like, are we going to stab me or something? You know, he, got, he started getting really mad. And, and then he pulled out a gun. He pulls out a gun and he shoots me right there. And I'm holding this. It's a little ice maker. And that's what I went to grab. It's made by like frigid air and it makes ice. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. I, they, I like those things. Those are awesome. It makes a little round ice cube. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are or, fantastic. That's not a cube then. 
so I had that, and I stood up. I was like, whoa, dude, what are you doing, man? <laughs> That's crazy. And, and it grazed, and the bullet grazed me, and uh, I was like, so I started running into the street. And I, you know, I, you're just so excited, and your adrenaline's running, so I fell over, and I was holding that ice maker up in front of me, and, and I just remember seeing uh, the flames coming out of the end of the gun, and just pop, pop. Pop, 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 like four more. I thought it was over. I really thought it was over. I thought, oh my God. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. I didn't realize that he was shooting you while you were down. Yeah, I ran out to the middle of the street. I was down the middle of the street. I got hit. I mean, and I I fell over because I was adrenaline. I was like, oh my God. And I looked up and this guy is actually shooting me with a gun. And I was like, are you kidding me? (laughs) Like, oh my God. You know, pop, 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 pop. And. And, and and then I the, the the two teenagers they didn't know each other but they were all over huddled together over by the bench just and I, like hiding you know that guy could have turned around he's right next to them and uh, uh, he took off running and it was done and then I, I just, it happened so fast I told the kids I said uh, that was just a cap gun that was just a cap gun and they were like no it wasn't and I was like well let's see I'm feeling my side. And I'm bleeding on my side, and there's a whole entry wound and an exit of my of my shirt. And I was like, yeah, I guess that wasn't uh, a wound. And now, today, I finally, because I think I lost part of the ice maker when I ran and used it as a guard, there's a bullet hole through the ice maker. No shit. Yeah, I just so, found it this morning. So yeah, it, there's it, a, there's the, a bullet hole right through the fucking ice maker. So the ice maker doesn't work. No, it works. We're kicking oh. out some good eyes. <laughs> so you're still working it. Hell, I would have taken it, it back to the it, store. It and got, said, just like me, it got grazed. It was just great, but it goes in and out like the corner. It's, I just saw it this morning. I was like, what is it? I was like, oh, my God, that's a bullet hole to the ice maker. And I just was like, and it just, I just can't believe that they have. I thought it was over. I really thought it was over. And I thought before I even finished my thought in my head that it's over, that you know, that it'll be over <laughs> because this guy just he's shooting a freaking gun at me. So I was just it was just uh you know, I good thing from a black ops navy still training. Right. Well yes, that, that taught you to <laughs> run in the street and then fall down with an ice maker to make you an easier target. <laughs> What? Yeah. what? You confused the shit out of him with that move. Oh my god! I just started running down, and I, he's right there. He's starting to shoot me. So I, 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 like, was using the ice maker as a guard. Uh, and uh, you know, I think about it because it takes. It would take a lot if you want. If you're really thinking about, it, you're going to kill because the guy got charged with. I don't know if they caught him. You said that they, I think you said they got the gun. They, uh, uh, I, I reached out to a friend of mine uh, in the department there, and uh, she told me that the uh, she, she looked it up on the blotter because I guess there was an accident at the Reno Air Races this last weekend, so she got called in to work for that. And uh, she checked, and they have found the gun, and now I guess it's under fingerprinting. Yeah, because... Uh, uh, you know, and, and the uh, I even got on the bus. I got on the bus. Then the bus pulled over, and they was like, "Dude, we, we gotta call the cops on this because he saw me." But uh, uh, you know what I was thinking? Like, you know, you're, so he gets charged with battery with a deadly weapon. But you know, I'm thinking, I, I, I mean, maybe there's a slim chance he wasn't. He's either a really bad shot, or he wasn't trying real hard to hit me because that's a whole another level. When you you know when you aim right at someone, and you're trying to kill them. Because he did hit me, and he was pretty close. Like, he did hit me, he grazed me, and I'm not, and then, of course, the ice maker. Uh, but, uh, 
but you know, I just, I just, I just thought it was over. But he missed, so <laughs> I live to see another day. So well, it was nuts. So let me let me ask you this: Is there a learning thing? Did you learn anything from this? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm the first guy that will say it's not like the old days where you go out and you get it okay, don't you? And then you know, go out to the schoolyard and you 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 fist a cup or whatever. Right. You can't fuck around with people anymore. They got guns. Now they'll shoot you. So I mean, I, I'm I'm the first guy that'll say that. Just walk away from shit. But I got a little, I got a little, you know. I got a little attitude with the guy, but he had so he had a little attitude himself. <laughs> but uh, and I'm not going to stand there and treat me like I'm some kind of idiot, you know, like some right. kind of bitch or something. So, but like I said, you got you got to be careful because guys got guns now. Knives and guns—they don't just—it's not like the old days where we just, you know. Well, the old uh, days we would worry that somebody had a knife. Yeah, you know, we we would worry about that. Uh, and, and but now you're you're absolutely right. You don't know who has a gun. I mean, I thought it was maybe a Peloton, you know, and, and that's why I even said it was a cap because it happened so fast, but it wasn't no cap, and, and Pelicans don't, they, they don't have fire come out the end of the barrel. No, they don't. no, usually. And, plus, I, and I thought maybe it was a small caliber, but the cop told me, I don't know, look at the hole in your shirt, he's like, if that was probably a bigger caliber, caliber weapon than you think, and so I was just like, you know, uh, processing the whole thing, but I just... You know, I mean, like I said, uh, the big guy gets to choose when I leave. Yeah. Not him. <laughs> Not that dude. So I, uh, he wasn't ready for me yet. You, you caught Donald, me. Donald decide when I get to go home. Not this guy. You, uh, you caught me off guard when you texted me and you said, no kidding here. Uh, no jokes. I was shot. I was like, what the fuck? And I had to call you right away. I mean, when you told me that you were, you were shot, I'm like, are you okay? And, he, and Joe told me the story. And man, oh man, Joe, I'm so happy that you're okay. It's uh, just crazy thinking about. It. I mean, I was walking to the store yesterday. And I thought, oh, I wonder if I'm gonna get shot today. Yeah, because <laughs> I got shot the other day. You yeah. know, it was just, you know that doesn't happen to people in their life. Most people, you know, but it's in, and it's just, I just, it's, I, I, it's like my brain wants to say it was a, you know, a, not a real gun, but it was. It was a real fucking gun, and the guy was really shooting, and it's just. So I don't know, but I, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm over it, and like I said, I will learn a little bit from it. I'm just gonna learn to walk away because you never know who's strapped these days. Let, 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 let look. Uh, this is between you and me and a few thousand people that are listening right now. This wasn't this wasn't a a, a sex deal gone wrong. But well, you know, I because I am an international sex worker. Yes. No. Decorated. No. Decorated. I, I, I deal that. I'm a professional. Okay. When it comes to that. All right. And, and you're not going to be taking ice makers to your sex scene. So I mean. No. No. I know. I, I. Yeah. I just usually take a cold shower if I need to. There you go. There you go. Um, man. Oh, man, Joe. Uh, you got to keep me updated and let me know. I don't know if you've called the police department to see where they're at with the investigation. Um, but you got to let us know because, man. I, I, I tell you, talking sports would not be near as much fun if I didn't have you here, Joe, and I'm so happy that you're still here. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I do enjoy talking uh, talking sports with you. It is a good time. And, uh, yeah, I guess, it, uh, like I said, it uh, wasn't my time, thank God. Because I've always said God's going to torture me and make me live forever. So Probably. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> you, you and I will be roommates. And By the way, did the assailant look like Chris Payne? No, he did not. Okay, like, all right. He did right. not have a gorgeous beard like okay. Chris Dane does. So that's that, beautiful thing. I, I think there's a family of four living in that thing. 
I, I, I could, I may or may not have called into the tip line and gave them a description of Chris Payne for the shooting. But, you know. <laughs> he's, he's held me held up bail at Par Boulevard now, <laughs> the jail. Yeah, I hope they catch him. I'm going to call today, maybe, and see what's happening with it. All right, Joe. Well, hey, I'm going to let you go, but I love you, buddy, and I can't wait to talk to you again on Thursday. So don't right, get we'll, fucking we'll talk, shot. All right, bud. All right, man. See ya. Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Wow. How crazy is that shit? Joe gets shot at for defending America. Joe, tell the truth. This was a sex deal gone wrong, but the guy wasn't a Pelosi copycat with a hammer. No. No, he had a gun. Fred says, good morning, y'all. I had to delete my Mixler app. It wasn't working. Went onto the website, logged in, and now it's working, I think. Well, there you go. Good. Good, good, good. Whitewash is wild story. Man, oh, man, what a story that is. Holy shit. Has scab in questions. <laughs> That's another description I should call in. Or a big fat pig with a gun. Um, yeah, wow. I'm looking back at your post. Only Joe Murphy would get shot at a bus stop in Reno holding a countertop ice maker. Boy, that, if that is not the fucking truth, I don't know what is. No more cash bail in Illinois has gone into effect. We're fucked. Oh, oh, uh, look, look, you want to talk about how fucked Illinois is? Let me tell you how fucked Illinois is. Chicago, the city, is going to be hit with a new real estate transfer tax increase on properties over a million dollars to build permanent supportive housing units for... The homeless. So what they're saying is that if you're successful and you have a house that cost over a million dollars, and I would imagine if you lived in Chicago proper, that there are plenty of million-dollar-plus houses, so now you have to pay and build homeless houses? Why is that? The proposal, they say, could put an additional burden on the struggling real estate market in Chicago. The proposal known as the Bring Chicago Home Plan was discussed at length. The so-called mansion tax proponents claim could bring up to $163 million annually. Yeah, it won't. You know why? Because people will move. When you have that much money, guess what? You can afford to sell your house, probably at a loss, and move somewhere else where they're not going to tax you. Joe's walk-up music should be titanium now. Oh, for fuck's sake, I can't handle the <laughs> Fred, uh, uh, Fred, let, 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 me, let me play it for you. Oh, for fuck's there sake. I can't handle the amount of stupidity that's presenting itself to me today. The money generated by the tax would be legally dedicated to programs that alleviate homeless, including assistance for children, veterans, and women recovering from domestic violence. Uh, real quick to all that, I just have one quick thing to say. A bullshit? A bullshit? A bullshit. Ah, that was bullshit. Warning, warning, bullshit alert. Bullshit! 
this money is going to go into aldermen's pockets. It's going to go into the mayor's pocket. It's going to go. Look, look, I, I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. It, you, ha- you have to search charities when, when you, when you want to work with a charity. You kind of have to look into them, or at least if you want to, if you want to feel better about it. You look in to see how much of every dollar goes to the actual charity rather than the people running said charity. March of Dimes for the longest time. That was, was that Jerry's Kids? Well, it has a million legs and can't walk. Jerry's Kids. Um, 96 and a half cents of every dollar went to the administration. Meaning three and a half cents went to, of every single dollar donated. Three and a half cents went to the charity. I'd like to see how much of this goes to the city of Chicago and then how much goes to the actual charity. Ogre says, great idea. Free housing for the poor and homeless have worked so well in the past. Why take a gander at the marvelous grandeur of the projects in any urban area? Yep. I believe they passed this law in L.A. County earlier this year. Anything over $5 million was hit hard with taxes. And guess what? People are going to move. Everyone is fleeing Illinois. We need Capone back. He was better than these asshats. Yes. But that's not the only thing that Chicago is proposing. No, 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 no. Of course not. Chicago, the deadliest city in America. I can, I, you know, I, I feel comfortable saying that. Because, look, look, you can hear about per capita this and per capita that. New Orleans is bad. That shithole St. Louis, which we will be talking about here uh, in, in a second. Also a shithole. Also bad for murder. But, but we haven't done it in a while. Let me, let me go to the uh, Google. Uh, Chicago murders this weekend. First thing that comes up. Wow. <whistles> well, that was jo- Okay. Um, August 27th, uh, Chicago, uh, okay. All right, this is from 21 hours ago. At least 24 people shot this weekend in gun violence. That's great. Now, if you go back to July 30th, 47 people were shot. August 27th, 22 shot, an 8-year-old dead. August 21st, 14-year-old among 7 killed, 30 wound, 33 wounded in Chicago this weekend. Yet, Black Lives Matter hasn't showed up there. Why is the mayor not asking for the National Guard? This is a problem. This is the third biggest city in America. This is the heart of the Midwest. This is where allegedly Superman is from. Metropolis is Chicago. And you have double-digit shootings each and every weekend and nothing being done. The for, former mayor, Gollum, nobody like you. Fucking Gollum did nothing. You remember when that Chicago cop came back to work after maternity leave and was sitting in her car and she got shot at point-blank range in the head the first day? And the mayor of Chicago wouldn't allow a big, gigantic fucking uh, funeral service for her. 
and wouldn't allow cops off-duty to go to her funeral? Chicago's got a big problem. No, Metropolis is in southern Illinois. Yeah, they, you know what I mean. Uh, I escaped Illinois in 05. Haven't missed that a pit. I only miss some of the people like Rhino and Jamie. I don't blame you. And I, I, I got to tell you, I love the city of Chicago. I've been there twice, and I absolutely, one of my, one of my all-time favorite restaurants is on Michigan Avenue, on the Miracle Mile, the Weber Grill. Love that fucking place. Fucking Chicago pizza, not my absolute favorite, but it's fucking good. And it's a fun city. There's shit to do there. Go to Cubs games. If you want to take your life in danger, go to White Sox game. It's a beautiful city. You got Navy Pier. My sister had a condo that was like two blocks away from me. It was in between Navy Pier and the Miracle Mile. So I got to stay there. It was just a phenomenal city. You couldn't pay me enough money in the world to go there today. Not today. You wouldn't say that if you were there tonight? No, I wouldn't. Weber Grill is fantastic. Well, they have one in Indianapolis, too. So if I ever make it to Indianapolis, like if, I don't know, if I'm on that same bus that Joe's on with a bullet-ridden ice maker, I guess we're headed to Indianapolis. Um, What else is Chicago doing? Well, let me tell you. Chicago's mayor. This is a great idea. Don't forget those Italian beef stand. Oh, hey, we got a Portillo's here. We got two. Oh, the Italian beef sandwiches, that's the way to go. And that bright green relish, hell yes. Stupid Dick says, used to go to at least four or five Cubs, Bears, Blackhawks, Bulls games a year. Wouldn't dare now, no. Chicago's Democratic mayor, Brandon Johnson, now wants to create city-run grocery stores to promote equitable access to food after Walmart and Whole Foods closed stores. Hey, you dumb dick. I like how they say that the Chicago stores were not profitable enough. Well, no, it's because they were getting robbed all the fucking time. I I, I love how they try to throw Walmart and Whole Foods under the bus. Well, the stores, they closed because they said they weren't profitable. They aren't profitable. When people steal $500,000 a year from your one store and that store only makes $600,000, you only made $100,000, you can't keep the damn store open. Uh, LOL, isn't that called EBT? Well, I'm just going to tell you what's going to happen. Hold on. The Economic Security Project to open municipally owned grocery stores Johnson's new moves are set up to help repair past harms that have contributed to purposeful uh, disinvestment and exclusion and lack of food access in undeserved communities. You know, there was a study done. I was on the morning show, so a long time ago. I remember uh, I, I love doing these studies and finding it, and, and it's written, and it's all true. This is one of my my two favorite ones of all time are, are this one. 
that I'm about to tell you. And then when I used to be very anti-weed, um, Rolling Stone magazine actually did an expose on this and how they set up a, a, a dispensary in uh, a neighborhood and crime went up there 300%. It was, it was, it was funny to watch that. Um, but now I'm a proponent of, uh, of cannabis and all cannabis products. I think it does wonders for people. But this next one here. <laughs> so they did this in L.A. in the Watts District. And this is a hand-to-God true story. Because the people in Watts weren't getting enough good food. That's what they wanted to call it, good food, meaning vegetables, fruits, things like that. What the city did was they would set up a gigantic farmer's market. And it was they, they put it in an area that was between where the hood was and where you'd walk to go to either 7-Eleven or McDonald's or KFC. And are you ready for this? Brace yourself. The fruits and vegetables were free. They were giving them away. And do you know what the people in the hood did? Oh, that's right. They walked right past the free fruit and vegetables to go to McDonald's, to go to 7-Eleven. Or go to fucking Burger King or KFC. They passed up free food so they could get that. So when you say um, all Chicagoans deserve to live near convenient, affordable, healthy grocery options, you're not telling the truth. See, you're not telling the truth at all because they have options. I don't think they're called uh, Bogodas like they are in New York, according to uh, Dr. Jill Biden. But they have plenty of little pop-up marts. Marts? Marts? I sound like I was in Boston. Yeah, by the way, fuck the Red Sox. Fucking beat the Rangers last night. Fucking bullpen. God damn that fucking bullpen. Who the fuck eats Burger King? I would rather eat the carrot. <coughs> Did you hear the, uh, the, the code word in there, equity? It means socialism. This plan in Chicago will not work because socialism does not work. No, it won't work, and, and, and it won't work on that front right there and the front that people are going to walk by all these grocery stores, and they're going to go, and they're going to get the fast food that they want. Okay, and if they do walk into your grocery store, guess what they're going to do? They're going to steal. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Stereotypes are there for a reason. Will there be some people that actually pay? Sure. I'm sure they'll pay with their food stamps. And, you know, you get in good with somebody that works there, then you can use your food stamps for alcohol and things like that. They kind of look the other way. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, but some bullshit about racism of giving food away for free. 
Safety guy, good morning. Mixler app not working. All right. Well, go to the website. I always like to tell people to go to the website. I don't want them to go to Mixler. Go to ArnieRadio.com. That's always working. I'm just tired of this. I, I, I'm tired of these lyings. Uh, the, the lies that are told to us by these prominent people. This guy's only the mayor of Chicago. And I, I know that's a big mayor. Big city, like I said, third biggest city in America, third biggest market in America. But you're a mayor, dude. You're a fucking mayor. That's all you are. The mayor of Dallas is an idiot. I don't even know who the mayor of Rockwall is. I, I, I probably live next door to him. You can, you, you can try to do this all you want. You can try to, to force people to eat the right way, and you can try to force people to eat healthy and get vegetables and things like that. It's never going to work. Christine, good morning to you. It's not going to work. Will there be some people that take advantage of these places? Oh, I'm sure there will. I'm sure they look, look, look. Not everybody that lives on the south side of Chicago is bad. Not everyone is. Some people are there because, well, they're trying to find, you know, a way out. Maybe they do work hard. And they hate living there, but they're doing their best to save up so they can move out. And maybe this is the kind of store for them. I was going to tell you, though, for the majority, it's not going to work. Because of what Christopher says and human nature. <sighs> so now, let's see. Derek says, weird, I can hear you on Mixer, but I can't see any of the comments. I guess I'm here. Yeah, you're here. I see you here. Derek, I, I saw your comment. Weird, some people are saying Mixer app isn't working, but that's what I'm on. All right. All right, cool. Now we got to go to this shithole city, St. Louis, Missouri. Birthplace of two of the most evil people I know. <laughs> oh, celebrity-ass death match, worst mayors in the country. Oh, that's easy, Reno's mayor. Mayor Hillary Sheevy. Um... St. Louis restaurant, Social Bar and Grill is accused of racism for a very long list of new rules when people want to go there. I have a list of the rules. I will read them to you. Rule number one in red, all capital letters, no weapons, no exceptions. Well, Does that include police? I, I, I'm just asking. Worst mayor is John Mayer. <laughs> All right, dress code. No masks. No men's bags. No backpacks. No hoodies. No saggy pants. No men's sleeveless tank tops. No overly revealing outfits. Dining rules. Please read descriptions on menu. Well, I, it, huh? 
Be specific on temperatures. I'd like it cooked to 121 degrees, please. If you order it and you touch it, you pay for it. No returns, no exceptions. So if you ruin my steak, I can't return it. And I have to pay for it. Due to certain patrons refusing to add gratuity to their bill, a 20% gratuity will be added to all bills. When paying with a credit card over $25, we must have a copy of a valid ID. And the last one. Oh, oh, wow. And then I have to read you the sentence at the end of it. Guests who emit marijuana odors, vape indoors, or exhibit loud and disrespectful behavior will be asked to leave. While we welcome everyone and appreciate your business, we reserve the right to refuse service. Our house, our rules. Cook it like a baby in the back seat. So a lot of people are saying, oh, this is racist because you say no hoodies or no no saggy pants. Or even sleeveless tank. First of all, if this is a decent restaurant, why are you going to go in there in a tank top? I mean, you, you look, look, look here. I, I, I can, I'll say, I'll just say. I guarantee. You do not have the arms of a young Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay? You don't have the shoulders of eight-time Mr. Olympian Ronnie Coleman. If you wear a tank top to a restaurant, you are fucking trash. No saggy pants. All right. I like no masks. Are they are they talking about Halloween masks or are they talking about the the COVID bullshit? Wait, what about Indian people? A lot of us smell like curry and Indian food spices. Yeah, you're not in, pal. You're not in. It's not marijuana. It is curry, though. Only acceptable restaurant to wear a sleeveless shirt is Applebee's. Well, you have to. Otherwise, they'll loan you one. Oh, welcome to Applebee's. Hey, you ain't got a sleeveless shirt on. Do you want me to cut your sleeves off, or do you want one of our borrowers? Have you ever had to do that? This is the weirdest thing in the world. I, I took Dad one year to uh, we we went to North Carolina to play golf. We went to uh, oh fuck, I can't even think of it now. Uh, Pinehurst, and at dinner, you had to wear a jacket. You had to wear a jacket and pants. I had to go to I had to find a Ross, found a pair of pants and cut the bottoms off because they were too long because I'm fat. And you have to go in, and they'll have like a bunch of jackets in 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 a in, in a in, in a closet, and you have to wear one of their jackets. So I imagine Applebee's just has a bunch of these fucking sleeveless shirts sitting around. Here you go, here you go. You get a discount at Applebee's for smelling like crack cocaine and smoke. Don't forget moonshine. Do you think they would wa- they would wash the borrow tank tops? Maybe. Maybe like once every two weeks. And they only have like five or six. 
Sorry, sir, you're going to have to wait for that gentleman to get done eating before you can come in here, unless you'd like to cut your sleeves off. There's a restaurant here in Texas called the uh, Trail Dust. No longer, I, I think there might be one. And if you went in there and you were wearing a tie, they would cut your tie off because it's supposed to be that relaxed feeling, and then they would staple your tie to the wall. So Applebee's going to start stapling fucking sleeves to the wall. Are they Big Johnson tank tops from the 90s? No. No, they, no they're they just tank tops. They're tank tops that you'd get it like uh, when you go to Hobby Lobby and you go to their T-shirt section or Michael's. And they're all those weird colors because the weird colors are the cheapest ones. It's like a lime green, a dirty mustard yellow, lots of pastel blues. And they all have Applebee's, but the Applebee's is written in pen. Well, I guess I can kiss Applebee's goodbye if they ever want to sponsor the show. It's all about the kiss at the end of the meal. Uh, one thing I'd like to get to here where it says, we reserve the right to refuse service. Those are my favorite signs to see. Because those are so antiquated and outdated. Can you imagine walking into a place and they have that sign up there right behind them and they like to just point at the sign. You imagine a black person walking into a store and then pointing at the sign? Well, there are racists that run shops and stores. We, we all know that, right? We're not stupid. We know that. They can just point to that sign. Sorry. You have a dress code at a restaurant. Okay. Our house, our rules. I'm smelling this place will be bankrupt in the next four months. If all you have to do is point to a sign and carry a sign that says, I reserve the right to eat wherever the fuck I want because the sign says so. It, it, it is. And, and I love people that, that, oh, well, Arnie, you know. You, you know, right? They, they, they actually do have the right. No, no, they actually don't. You actually have to do something for them to enact that. You can't just walk in and they look at you and go, no, we're not going to sell to you. That's illegal. Uh, refusing service isn't a right. No, it's not. No Joe Murphy words allowed <laughs> and slides off limits. Oh, God. I swear, our country just makes me laugh more and more every single fucking day about how, just how. I mean, they don't have hoodies allowed at that restaurant, yet the Senate will allow John Fetterman to dress like a complete fucking bum. Which, this is what I hope. I hope that he shows up for the next big, you know, wango tango meeting vote. He's sitting there in his Carhartt flannel or hoodie with gym shorts on. And I hope Lauren Bobart works in, walks in there with a cropped white T-shirt that whoops-a-daisy 
Chuck Roy accidentally has seltzer water and sprays her shirt. I'd like to see Lauren Boebert in a wet t-shirt in the fucking floors of the United States Capitol. Can I get an amen? Wait till a black senator gets shot because they show up in a hoodie. I saw a comedian the other day. Uh, I forgot who I, I, who sent it to me. Um, I want to get this right. Um, no, it wasn't Hang Down Jen. She sent me something. I'll look at that in a bit. Uh, by the way, there's a Millie Vanilli fucking story coming on on uh, on Paramount Network. Can't wait. E. Center sent me this. Uh, it's a comedian talking about how Carhartt is the cool thing to wear now. Back about 10, 15 years ago, the only people who wore Carhartt you'd look at and go, that guy's a racist. He picks on Carhartt and Champion. You know Champion shorts are like $50? Champion was the fucking brand of Kmart. And now people fucking, oh, man, check out my Champion sweatshirt. No. I'm loving this scenario. Go on, please. Chuck Schumer shows up. He's got what he calls his short pants on. <laughs> they go right to the middle of his knees. Yes, they're tailored, of course. They're tailored short pants. He's got brown shoes on with dark brown socks that are being held up by garters. He doesn't have a hoodie on. He has, he has a wacky Hawaiian shirt on. Watched two episodes of The Wrestler and Hollywood Haley already signed to NXT training camp. I heard that she's just got a tryout. I haven't heard that she's been signed yet. Rhino, what about a shirt that looks like a bulletproof vest and neither has a sticker? Hi, my name is Joe Murphy. You're a patch that says Murphy Strong. <laughs> oh, fucking A. So a restaurant in St. Louis, no hoodies. The floor of Congress, hoodies A-OK. What is happening to our world? People are seeing pan- are sick of seeing pants on the ground. St. Louis is a fucking war zone. The highways are crazy because no cops and cardinals suck. Waiting for President Camacho from the movie Idiocracy. When does Pelosi come in with a hammer? I know, right? I mean... When the last time I saw a mouth like that, it had a hook in it. By the way, what's ever happened with that story? Wait, hold on a second here. Uh, Nancy, uh, husband, attacker. What do we have on that news? Uh, Back from July, judge rejects moving trial of a man charged in Nancy Pelosi's husband attack out of San Francisco. When the last time I saw a mouth like that, it had a hook in it. Pelosi attacks suspect, tells TV station he has no remorse. Did they let him out on no bail? I'm just wondering. AOC is a princess dress and says, eat the rich. But it will be bad when the teams, the, 
The teens and the gay cabinet members visit Congress. Oh, dear God. Oh, Jesus. Fucking, I'm surprised they don't have fucking drag shows. I heard a funny thing yesterday because the White House is bragging about how they're making five families whole again by returning these people that were held in Iran. Oh, and giving Iran $6 billion back. What I saw was how many families are going to be ripped apart when Iran comes up with that nuclear bomb? By the way, what were people, what were those people doing in Iran? Because I can tell you right now, that is never, ever on my, on my calendar. Visit Iran? No. Uh-uh. Isn't it kind of like, 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 I don't want to say illegal, but kind of forbidden to travel to Iran? Kind of like it used to be to Cuba? Like, isn't it illegal to be in Iran? And by the way, why would you want to go? It's Iran. But, yes, those five families were reunited. Thank God. Blah, 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 blah. Speaking of more families, um, this just makes me sick. More than 2,200 illegal aliens were captured on video headed towards Eagle Pass, Texas overnight in one of the largest border crossings observed in the last two years. Border patrol sources say that 2,200 people crossed illegally since midnight. But New York is upset because they have 15,000 whole illegal aliens they have to deal with. Oh, no, Los Angeles, you have 10,000 whole illegal aliens you have to deal with? We're getting 2,200 a day. Meanwhile, there's video of a bus that's traveling up from Central America that's got thousands of illegals on it. By the way, I'm not calling them migrants anymore because I don't like that word. It's a tar. It's a, it's a shitty broadcasting word to say migrants. And I'm used to illegal aliens, and I don't care the stigma that comes with it because I just don't give a shit anymore about political correctness because political correctness has ruined our country. Sorry for being quite uh, just in a meeting. Uh, good morning. So Delta told me his mom, all about his friends, are wearing champion gear, and I told him your mom and I worked too hard for you to buy that bullshit. That was made for poor people who shop at Kmart. Um, I will only buy him Adidas like when I wanted uh, as a kid when we were poor. Yeah, there you go. I mean, seriously, when, when I, I know I keep asking this question and we should probably change the name of the show from the Arnie State show to when is enough enough. We have senators wearing tank tops, tank tops to Congress. 
We have people bragging about Instagram famous. We have a guy on a bus stop who gets shot because he's defending his country while holding an ice maker. We have 2,200 people that cross a border overnight. And yet the powers that be, that dickhead in Washington and his dickhead cabinet and his dickhead Democratic fucking people, all these people that want to make everybody feel good. Let me let you in on a little secret. Not everybody feels good all the time. And you Democrats, you liberal fucks, you progressives need to stop and realize that this utopia that you're trying to create with these these markets that will, will give you free food, it's not 1962 anymore. Okay, it's not that time when people actually did get along with their neighbors and they talked to their neighbors and they knew their neighbors. It's not the the early 80s anymore. Don't get me wrong. I know the government has been corrupt for ever. But now it's so blatantly obvious how corrupt the government is. And we sit around as their bosses. And we allow it to happen. We allow them to rig an election. We allow them to make us not America for shutting everything down. Do you know what Americans do? when there's We go out. And if we get sick, we get sick. Now, I know they tried to scare everybody with COVID. Oh, about the elderly and things like that. Well, that's the same thing as the flu. The flu fucking kills the elderly, and if you have underlying health conditions, it can kill you too. And we go along with it. I'll tell you this right now. When the, when, when the mask mandates come back, and by the way, by the way, they will. When they come back, and they're federally mandated this time, I will play my, my contractual duties of saying I told you so. I implore the ass family. I am begging you of this. Those businesses that force you to wear a mask, don't go there. Don't go there. Because, see, this is where the businesses have to stand up. We know the masks don't work. We have proof of it. We know that social distancing doesn't work. We have proof of it not working. We shut all these places down. We shut mom-and-pop places down. Why? So they can just build one big uh, government grocery store, probably? Fred, I'd ne- I never worry about you supporting businesses that would push mashes, masks. I promise you that. I-, I promise you I know that you wouldn't. Triple Mama 5 says, I can't go down this route again. I, I hear you. It's going to happen, though. 
And I don't want it to. But there ain't much I can do. Except tell y'all not to shop at those places. All right. We'll take a break here. 775-357-FANS. We come back, I'm going to lose my mind a little bit over something that happened last night. Um, Wait a second. Triple T just sent me something. Perfect timing. I just got this. Um, The flu shot is the best way to protect yourself and your loved ones this flu season. I'm kind of a big deal. The flu. (laughs) Oh... Good morning to you, Triple T. I have a very rare blood clotting condition and got the clotting jab, was fine, got COVID still, was fine, even my underlying health conditions. And, and, and by the way, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because I still see them today, and, and when I see people driving in their car alone today wearing a mask, I really think that person is really stupid. If you do have the underlying health conditions and you feel more comfortable wearing a mask, then who am I to tell you not to wear a mask? Okay? That's your choice. If it's a choice to wear a mask, you go ahead and wear it. Yeah, I'll ridicule you behind your back because that's what I do. But you know that already. And if you get the shot, I got the shot. I I was vaccinated because I was traveling a lot then and I needed to have it. So I, I didn't want to, but I did it. By the way, I support everyone that didn't get it. And I support everyone that did get it. I don't care if you get the shot or not. I don't. Joe driving a Tahoe with an ice maker tied to the top, rolling through the hood. I've never gotten a flu shot. I've never gotten a flu shot either. My parents tried to make me go one time. I was like, I don't want a flu shot. I was like, aren't they just giving me the flu? It's last year's flu. Oh, it's last year's flu. You'll be fine. No, I don't think so, Dad. First fucking flu shot I got 10 years ago. Got the fucking flu four or five days later. Never again. Oh, I've heard those stories, too. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler. Good Tuesday morning, everybody. First thing I remember knowing is a lonesome whistle blowing and a youngin's dream of growing up to ride on a freight train leaving town, not knowing where I'm bound. No one to change my mind. Mama tried. One and only rebel child from a family meek and mild. My mama seemed to know what lay in store. Despite all my Sunday learning, with the bad I kept on turning till mama couldn't hold me anymore. And I turned 21 in prison, doing life without parole. No one could steer me right, but mama tried, mama tried, mama tried to raise me better. But her pleading I denied, that leaves only me to blame, cause mama tried. Dear old daddy, rest his soul, left my mom a heavy load. She tried so very hard to fix 
Phyllis shoes Working hours without rest Wanted me to have the best She tried to raise me right But I refused And I turned 21 in prison Doing life without parole No one could steer me right But mama tried Mama tried Mama tried to raise me better But her pleading I denied That leaves only me to blame Was mama tried
kitchen cutting chicken up to fry. Daddy was in the backyard rolling up a garden hose. I was on the porch with Sean and feeling up down to my toes, and we were swinging. Swinging. Yes, we were swinging. Swinging. Little Sean and Jesus. I can appreciate that. Kayla's Chuck, I'm glad. Um, but when the mask mandate, if and when, I, I shouldn't say when, because I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure they're going to come back. Those businesses will go along with it because their liquor licenses and their health department checks will will revolve around that. And they will go ahead and do all that shit. They can stand up right now and say that. Same thing going for the superintendent. Um, if they don't want any state funds, then she can keep that up. And, and, and I, I hope she does. But that, that's the bad part about this is that when money gets involved, people start to do bullshit. Uh, Christine says, I had COVID seven times due to compromised immune system. Did you get a set of steak knives? Fuck, seven times. You should have, man, they, they need to bring that show, That's Incredible, back. That's seven times, and you didn't die. 
I didn't get the shot nor cared to wear a mask. The only thing time I did was at a kid's school and when I worked at Summer Racing Retail Store. There you go. Triple T says, Just a Swingin' reminds me of my mother, one of her favorites. So there you go. I, I love that John Anderson song. Chuck goes, I got COVID once, and it was so bad that I didn't know I had it until I was readmitted to the hospital due to my blood clotting condition after being released a few days earlier. They tested me since I had to do an endoscopy, and the results came back positive. Surprised me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope more people stand up against closing anything else. Yeah, I got it twice. It sucked. It sucked being sick, but I didn't die. Now time to go ahead and get exposed to the, the potential for more COVID in the classroom. Have a good day, uh, uh, one and all. You too. They'll force you to close and try to stand up. Yeah, oh, they will. She needs to wear a shirt that says, I got COVID seven times, and all I got was this damn shirt. All right. So last night, By the way, get ready. You're going to get more two games on Monday Night Football now uh, because of the writer's strike and the actor's strike in Hollywood. Uh, you're going to get more Monday Night games. You're going to get a lot of games flexed to Monday night. They put out the schedule yesterday. I'll see if I can find it, and I'll put it up for you. Um, but last night, uh, there were two games on, and I – College football this year changed the good uh, the uh, game day song. It used to be Big and Rich, We're Coming to Your City. It was a great song. I, I knew it was all about college football, great song. But they've changed it, and they brought that fucking broad, Laney fucking whatever her name is, the chick that was on a few episodes of fucking Yellowstone. And by the way, she sucks. I'm just going to throw that out there. Her music is crap. She just happened to be on Yellowstone. And all the Yellowstone cowboys out there that buy everything at Boot Barn, they got behind and said, oh, that lady Wilson, she's talented as shit. No, 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 she she would be talented as shit because shit doesn't do anything. No, wrong one. I wanted the buzzer. Lumpy's Diner here stayed open because uh, Lumpy passed away and the family couldn't afford to loot. Close. The health department forced them to comply or close. And they probably ended up closing. Sad. It's sad. It, it, it's pathetic the way things are run. It's Gestapo-esque. It's Nazi-esque. So I turned on Monday Night Football last night. And they've got a new Monday Night Football song. Now, let, let, let's go back in time, and the greatest Monday Night Football song was Hank Jr. Are you ready for some football? Gibby says it's because she has a big booty. Yeah, it, That's the only reason people find her talented, because her singing sure ain't it. So one of my nemesis, one thing that I like to try to protect is country music. Today's country music is shit. I'll, I'll say it. Anything released not by George Strait in the last 20 years is complete dog shit. I mean, we, we, had, we, we had great songs like this. Great song. This. See, those are country songs. 
Stupid Dick says, I do not like Russell Brand, but he gets accused of raping someone 10 years ago, not charged, not investigated, no proof, just another dim hit job, and boom, loses all his sponsors and YouTube cancels him. Fucking bullshit. Yeah, that happened. By the way, Russell Brand is going to have a gigantic lawsuit to put onto those people. So, they have a new theme now for Monday Night Football. And some people say this version is better than the original, the actual original song. That is shitbag country uh, crooner extraordinaire Chris Stapleton. Let me just be frank and honest with you. I hate Chris Stapleton. Fat fuck, dirty beard, shitty fucking hat that he bought at Boot Barn. And he's supposed to be this amazing songwriter. Really, you're an amazing songwriter, yet your biggest hit Which, by the way, if you don't know the crux of this song, this is supposed to be a love song. Used to spend my nights out Where's the hook? Where's the hook? As a glass of brandy. You know what this guy is? This guy's a shitty American Idol wannabe. Because this is the fucking song. I used to spend my nights out in a bar room. Liquor was Let's get to the hook, David. You're as sweet as strawberry wine. You're as warm as a glass of brandy. And I stay stoned on your love all the time. Fred, you're a fucking idiot. I'll just say it right now. He said Chris Stapleton did it better. No, he didn't. And if you want to get into songwriting, guess who wrote that song? The same guy that wrote a majority of the 61 number one fucking hits of a guy by the name of George Strait. His name is Dean Dillon. That's a good songwriter, not this bag of monkey piss, Chris Stapleton, who all he does is... is
No. How about this version? It don't get better than this version. that Chris Stapleton did it better. Where's the damn drums? Here we go. Drums in the A the ESP inversion. That'd be like ruining the drum solo in, in, in Tom Sawyer. Oh. That's two songs, Arnie. Have you heard his songs? Yes, I've heard his songs. And his songs are not hits. His songs are poop. As a matter of fact, hold on a second. Let me play you one of his songs that he did with his wife. Hmm. Oh, what's her name? What? Oh, oh. Oh, that's the name of the song. Well, I got to do the right thing here. Ah, uh, Morgan Stapleton. See if you've ever heard this song before. Oh my God, this is amazing. This is a six minute song. Wait till you hear what it is. You are my sunshine. My I hate that song now, and I used to like it. Is this the way it should be done? You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. Get it, killer? You make me happy. Good lord, you are my sunshine is not a fucking funeral march. Oh. Do I have any more covers that he's done that he's been popularized for? Well, as a matter of fact, I do. Hmm. And this one is a crime. And I can't believe he got Dwight Yoakam to do it with him. This makes me sick to my stomach. This is the original. Easily one of the greatest country songs ever. He looked down into her brown eyes and said, Say a prayer for me. Hey, let's hear the Chris Stapleton version. Said no one. He looked down into her brown eyes and said, Say a prayer for me. I can only hope that Dwight said, If you fuck this up, I'm going to kick you in the nuts with my pointy boots. Around him, whisper, God will keep us free. 
said this is my last fight. Mm. Cover, 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 cover. But this guy's an amazing songwriter. Cover, 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 cover. I don't have a problem with cover songs. I like color, cover songs. I got to tell you, I got to tell you, that one of my all-time favorite cover songs, not this one, um, where it, where, where it, and, and a lot of people will hate me for this. Um, hold on a second here. Let me find the band. I got to say, I love this version of the song. Uh, this this one right here. Let's 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 go. This is the original. integrity i'm only playing as garbage fantastic let's see what chris stapleton number one songs has chris stapleton number one hits oh i'm, I'm sorry he wrote uh he wrote kenny chesney's five week number one never wanted anything more josh turner's your man George Strait's Love's Gonna Make It All Right. Luke Bryan's Drink a Beer. Well, where's his? Where's his? I mean, those are his number one hits. He's written over 170 songs. He's, he's either written or co-written six number ones. He's got six. Well, Dean Dillon has like 30. Hmm. No, I, I, I'm, I, I'm just playing. I, wait, 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 wait. I'm playing his garbage. I'm playing his garbage. Hmm. Hold on one second here. Let me find this once again. His garbage. You, you just. Those are your words. I didn't say it. <laughs> Cowboys girl, this is his garbage. I'm tired of this. See, this is this world that we live in right now where we're we're redefining things. Yes, he has his own songs, and none of them have gone to number one. Not a song that he sang. Because a motherfucker can't sing, first and foremost. I, I, I'm tired of redefining what, what is great and, and what is acceptable. Chris Stapleton's adequate. Makes a lot of people that shop at Boot Barn real fucking happy. I imagine that if Chris Stapleton went on tour with Laney Wilson... They would sell out every fucking arena. They would get close to Taylor Swift numbers. Probably not that close because Taylor Swift's actually an icon. And she actually writes her own music. <laughs> Jesus, I have to fucking defend Taylor Swift? 
Let's see. Uh, let's see what people are saying. Uh, are you mad, bro? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, play parachute, millionaire, fly away, whiskey, and you. Nobody to blame. Cry. No, I won't play those because those aren't number one hits. You see, I'm playing his number one hits because he's such an amazing singer-songwriter. Uh, best cover song is Turn the Page by Metallica. Only cover better uh, than the original. Turn the Page, good. Hey, look, 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 where, where's that here? Now, I love Bob Seger, though. And I love Metallica's version's great. I mean, then there's... On a long and lonesome highway East of Rome Um, let's see. Christine says, sadly, the only song I conflict with the original can ma- uh, and remake. Well, this, this, I mean, Whitney did fucking kill this. I mean... Anytime now. Let's go, Whitney. Put the coat down. Way, so I'll go. But I know I'll think of you every step of the way. Come on, get to it. <laughs> Now, we're not knocking Dolly. Dolly did a great job with it. But here's the thing. Whitney's awful lucky. Because there was a fella who does pretty much, he didn't write hardly anything. And you don't have to write anything. You don't have to. But there's a fella that was going to do that song until his manager his manager approached Dolly Parton and said, look, this, this guy doesn't record anything that he doesn't own. And Dolly said, look, this is my biggest hit. I can't, I can't sell it. I, I, this is too important to my catalog. And I respect that. That on the heels of Katy Perry selling her entire catalog for $225 million yesterday. By the way, what moron bought her catalog for $225 million? That's fucking stupid. Uh, Dolly Parton recently told the story that she met with Scylla, also known as Priscilla Presley, and said the moment when Elvis is walking down the plane or walking to the plane with Priscilla, he was singing I Will Always Love You because he wanted to record that. Let's remember... Righteous Brothers, you're going to have to take a seat in the back. Uh, Johnny Cash and Hurt, great one. They did not do Turn the Page Better. I've never really heard much of Chris Stapleton before, but it reminds me of last week when I had explosive diarrhea. Uh, 
Pentecost on this morning, you're going to go off on uh, on a bone pick. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I'm going scorched earth on this because look, look here. You want it, if you want a true great. It, the, 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 I will say this right now. I do love the song, the original. Um. Oh, wait, where is it? Oh, this one right here. I will say that this is better than the original. And I don't. It, 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 here's the original. Oh, wait, I don't have the original anymore? Oh, okay, I guess I got rid of it. Well, never mind then. But this is it. The Kings did the original, but Van Halen did it better. Now, Van Halen did a lot of cover songs, and Eddie hated it. The album Diver Down is pretty much all covers, and Eddie hates that. He wanted to write his own shit. And Dave wanted to perform all these weird, crazy songs, the the show tunes like Just Gigolo. And he's like, no, we're a rock and roll band. Uh, you people are all wrong. Number one cover of all time is She Bangs by William Hung. Fucking goosebumps right there. Best cover song as the original is Bradley Charles' cover of Changes from Black Sabbath. I'm going to go White Whitney's cover is the best ever, and I'm not a huge fan of the song, but let's keep real. The greatest uh, cover songs were from Millie Vanilli. Duh. Well, I mean, I mean, if you're going to get technical, I mean, they aren't really cover songs. They're just, you know, I want to know who the real Millie Vanilli is. That's who I want to go see. Because, man, those songs, I got to tell you, Nothing gets me moving. And when I picture Rob and Fab, God rest fat up, uh, Rob. Uh, Hendrix version of Along the Watchtower, the greatest cover ever. Okay. Uh, Alicia, good morning. Says, morning, ass family. Sorry to be late, but got to visit my brand new nephew born yesterday morning, this morning after my shift. I love his sweet face so much. Did you name him Arnie? Is the child's name Arnie? Saint Arnie, uh, or Saint Arnisius of Arnadad. You could have named him after a saint. I have been canonized by the Pope. House Pain says, maybe I'm weird, but I like the colors that Miley has done. Jolene, Zombie, nothing else matters. She hasn't done a bad job on him. Not that great, but okay. Righteous Brothers did it better. No swoosh. Any Van Halen cover was better than the original. I love the Righteous Brothers. Uh, We all know the greatest cover is Pitbull doing Africa. Well, I mean, did did you really have to go there? Because we kind of all knew that one already. I mean. Disappear like Banksy. Streets, 
305 Damn right, I'm 305 till I die. Um, let's see. Uh, I didn't get to name him. What, what the fuck? You didn't get to name him. You can't kick her ass, really. You could beat her up, Alicia. I didn't get to name him. His name's Tommy. Good, good name. I didn't get to name. Him. Fucking put her in a chokehold. Say Arnie, or you're going lights out, hun. Slits. I heard it through the grapevine. Uh, Steve Ray Vaughn doing Jimi Hendrix. Voodoo Child. <laughs> Y'all are missing the greatest Johnny Cash cover song. Even the band said it. I, I know that Hurt, everybody says Johnny Cash is Hurt. Hold on a second. Let's, let, let's get it up here. Johnny Cash is Hurt is the greatest cover ever. Nine Inch Nails did it. It's a great song. But there's one better that he did. I hurt myself today to see if I still feel. Great version. But I got to tell you, when Chris Cornell, probably the greatest singer, one of the greatest singers of all time, comes out and says, yeah, yeah, he, he blew it away. Yes, Alicia, we are discussing this because of that. You wired me awake and hit me with the hand of broken nails. Sunday Morning Sidewalk, not a cover. That was a Chris Christopherson song. You know how Johnny Cash got that song? Chris Christopherson, who, by the way, was pretty much a genius, is a genius. I didn't realize that because I I thought he was a terrible singer because he is a terrible singer, but he's a great songwriter. Unlike Chris Stapleton, who's a terrible singer and a terrible songwriter. He was a Rhodes Scholar, meaning that after high school, he got to go to college overseas at Oxford because he was that smart. Then he came back and he went through military training. He took a military helicopter and he wrote that song because he wanted to be a songwriter. He took that song and flew the helicopter to Johnny Cash's fucking house, landed it there in Hendersonville, Tennessee, and gave him a copy of the song, and Johnny Cash recorded Sunday Morning Coming Down. What I think is probably... Next to Folsom Prison Blues, the greatest Johnny Cash song ever. He also did Rubber Duck. Yes, he was in the movie Convoy. Fuck everyone that says Tina did it better than Credence. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, this is all my rage from last night because I heard that everybody said, oh, this is better than the original. 
I got a beard. I'm a man. He just looks like he stinks, too. Like, he just looks like he is walking B.O. And and I'm going to tell you right now, the cheapest rye whiskey you can find. Maybe even Ripple. I'm so late today. Did I miss Joe? How's he doing? Yes, you did miss Joe. Joe gave us an update. Joe's doing okay. Um, He was carrying an ice maker, and the ice maker got shot, but it still... It still works. Joe was grazed by a bullet. Uh, he's doing fine. Hopefully they catch the person very, very soon. I can strangle a cat to this song and make it sound better. So there you go. There's the new There's the new hit maker in the world. All bow down to the mighty Chris Stapleton, the greatest songwriter of all time. <laughs> Fuck everybody else. Now, I want to go off on something else because I love these fucking people. Chris Stapleton did a song with Ed Sheeran and Bruno Mars. I know this because my wife used to play it all the time. Oh, God. Was that song called Brush My Teeth with a Fucking 38? All right, so we have a dating coach reveals the five things people do that make them super attractive to others. Let's play this out, shall we? Let, let, let's see how this goes. Scientists are updating. And this is a dating coach. See, the, 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 I, I think if you have to go to a dating coach, there's something dramatically wrong with you, and you're going to a guy that's still dating. If he's such a good coach, wouldn't he have found that person by now? But I, I, I digress. I, 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 I just digress. Hold on a second here. Um, In COVID-19 vaccines. Dumb ad. Uh, let's see. It's a somber song. You don't sing it like a rock song. No. <sighs> Damn, it's a long fucking ad. Cole Kidman's daughter Bella posts rare pic. I can understand why. She's ugly. Number one, take him to Applebee's. <laughs> see, Trash Panda, you should be a dating coach. Dating coach, and this is five secrets that all super attractive people do. Okay, first of all, they're born super attractive, dumb fuck. Number one, super attractive people make access to them exclusive. They what? don't give their time to just anybody. The harder somebody is to access the higher their social value is perceived by others. Remember, exclusivity is very attractive to most people because people want what they can't have. Number two. Uh, let, let, let's stay on that one. So, so let's say that you're a, a rotund fat guy like me who's not very attractive and I make myself exclusive to where people don't want to hang out or they, they, it's hard to hang out with me. That doesn't make me attractive. That makes me a fucking shut-in. Are you trying to kill people, sir? Shit, so far, Trash Panda's already got you beat. He's not even a dating coach. Let's see what part two is. Super attractive people understand the art form of peacocking. Peacocking is basically making yourself stand out in a crowd. If you try too hard to peacock, you look desperate. But if you don't do it at all, then you will be lost in the crowd. So what I suggest is wearing something fashionable, but also a little bit different so it makes people's eyes drawn towards you. Number three. 
It's three, not free, asshole Brit. Um, peacocking. So, look like a donkey out in public. There you go. And people will find you attractive. I do this all the time. Why? Because I like to. I wore a fucking leopard jumpsuit to WrestleMania night two. Why? Because I'm an asshole. That's why. I didn't think it was going to make me more attractive. Oh, wow, look at that fat guy. Holy shit, is he hot. He looks like a leopard. This one is very important. Super attractive people link their name to an attractive role. So if you do an attractive job or hobby, you need to make that synonymous with your name. So let's say you're a yoga instructor. Lots of people find that attractive. So you don't want people just knowing you as Sarah, you want people knowing you as Sarah, the yoga instructor. Most people do something in their life that is considered very attractive by others. All you've got to do is find out why it is and make people associate your name with it. Number four. Mm, I'm Bob the Bricklayer because without me, you wouldn't have a fucking house. But I'm ugly compared to Sarah the fucking yoga instructor. Please don't follow this guy. Please. I, 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 I don't know how to say it any other way. This guy's a fucking retard. Jesus Christ. Please don't do that. What are unattractive jobs? Oh, doctor. Doctor would be attractive, right? Lawyer, uh, attractive job. When did yoga instructor get up there? I don't think that yoga instructor pulls down the same fucking coin that a doctor does. And by the way, um, pathologists or 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 morti- not morticians, but um, the the guy, the coroners, they, they 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 they're doctor. Does that make them more attractive? All right, here we go. Let's keep this idiot going. Or super attractive people play to their strengths. So, for example, if you have a beautiful smile, smile on every picture. If you have amazing eyes, wear makeup that highlights them. If you have an attractive voice, send voice notes instead of sending texts. I don't even know where to go with that. I I, I just don't even know where to go with that. So if you're a dude and you've got attractive eyes, you got to wear makeup now? That don't sound right. I, I think if I go into, I love my green eyes. If I wear a green shirt, my eyes pop. I already know that. So I need to go into a restaurant some night, pull all Saturday Night Fever, wearing nothing but green, popping the eyes, and I got a little shadow on there too. Proctologists, they're doctors. Trash panda is not beautiful but reliable. Swoosh the pipe layer, hey now. Are the top entries, number one, heat, healthy, and work out. <laughs> Earn a high wage. Don't be socially awkward. Have your own personality and able to speak intelligently. Don't have stupid, fucked-up politics or religion. Don't be a socialist or a Jehovah's Witness. No, none of those were in there. Those are all valid. Christopher, once again, you should start a TikTok page where you're a dating instructor because you're married and you figured it out. Number five, they have unrivaled confidence that comes not from arrogance, but high levels of competence. So, so what you're telling me is that, that to be attractive, 
You 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 gotta be just like, hold on a sec. Oh, I got rid of it. Oh, the shit the the chick that said she was uh Instagram famous. Fuck you, bum. I'm Instagram famous, you fucking bum. That's a little confidence, that's a little swagger. Thank you, dating coach. Coach Donkey. If you like Chris Stapleton, you're attractive. Well, there you go. Whip out your foot-long cock and abs and money spilling from your wallet and say you still want a sense of humor or this. Proctologist, that's a shitty job. Hey! All right, we'll take a break. Well, no, actually, actually, we won't take a break yet. Um, oh, I'm sad to see this. I, I'm sad to see this, but I'm not surprised. Yep, get get it out. Where 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 is it? Oh, there we go. Bill Maher said that his decision to resume his show, he he he's not gonna do it. He acts the plans to do his show during the writer strike. Just days after Drew Barrymore did the same, as she faced intense backlash. Mars' decision comes after a similar pause, including Drew Barrymore and Jennifer Hudson. Talk shows are covered by an, a separate labor contract. The so-called network code from one actors and writers are striking. What they told Bill Maher was, if you go back on the air, we can all but guarantee you, you will never get a real celebrity again. No matter how much you might hate the celebrity like Ben Affleck or, or any of the celebrity, Ice Cube, you won't get any of those people on your show again, and you're going to have to go with the same writers from the New York Times and Rolling Stone magazine, people that nobody really knows, and it's going to hurt your ratings. And not that he has giant ratings because he's on HBO to begin with, but still... When I had HBO, I'd always look on Saturday night to see, you know, or I think it was on Saturday night, whatever night, Friday night, it was on Friday night. I would see what celebrities were on, and if it was a conservative celebrity, I'd watch to see how bad Bill Maher would try to beat him up and how the conservative would fucking destroy him. Your ad says the difference is we don't want to see Drew Barrymore. She can go away forever for all I care. I hear you, you're out. But for some reason, I mean, come on, Drew Barrymore had a stalker a couple weeks ago. That's just sad. What are you in jail for? Murder? What about you? Stalking Drew Barrymore? I'm sorry, I'm in here now for two murders. You're too stupid to live. You're stalking Drew Barrymore? Fucking aim higher. I mean, if you want to, you want to, you you want to stalk like Olivia Wilde. I get it. I totally get it. After seeing her wearing that Merkin in that terrible seventy music uh, company show, you want to stalk Britney Spears. I get it. That's a crazy chick. 
But you're stalking Drew Barrymore? Was China Phillips not available to stalk? Oh, God. Okay, that goes without staying with steps one and two. Yep. All right. So Bill Maher not coming back to work. I get it. Look, look. And honestly, this is what y'all have to look at. Let's tie this all in full circle uh, to where we started this break when we were talking about COVID. Bill Maher, who's got some clout in Hollywood, not huge clout, but some, wanted to come back, and that comeback lasted all of three days. That shows you ain't got a whole lot of clout, and somebody said that. So that's what's going to happen if COVID comes back. Now I'm I'm going to say if because I don't want to be I don't want to be Debbie Downer there. You're going to get all these businesses, all these municipalities. You're going to get all these places to say we're not going to do this, we're not going to do this. And if it's federally mandated, then it's going to be something even worse than what it was before. But I'm talking to my. My ass family in liberal states right now, like California and Nevada. And it pains me to say that Nevada is a liberal state. But when the state, especially California, whose governor is obviously tied in with mask companies, says that he is decreeing that mask mandates are in place once again, if you have a business and you don't make people wear masks in there, they will come in. The health department will come in, and they will shut you down. So it's going to be hard to navigate because a lot of those businesses just want to stay open and make money, and they're going to play the game. And I'm telling people not to play the game. And I don't want to see those businesses go out of business at all. But my freedom is still more important than anything. I gave up my freedoms in 2020 and 2021, as everybody did. I didn't go to the movies. Christopher didn't go to the movies because the movies were closed. I love going to the movies. I can't wait to see The Expendables 4 this week. I remember Braddy Kid and I, uh, when we were traveling during COVID, Something that, that blew me away is when we came to Texas, Texas was open for the most part. You still had masks here and there, um, but movie theaters were open. And I remember we went and saw that terrible Shia LaBeouf movie. Either that or it was Bill and Ted. And I was like, this is so amazing that I can go to the movies again. Playing the game is what makes people weak, Yeah. Trash Panda says, I'm sorry, but I still want to lick Drew Barrymore's butthole, but I love trash. Take her to Applebee's. Take her to Applebee's. Get her one of those fancy. See, this is what you need to do, because I did this a couple of weeks ago. We went to uh, Olive Garden, you know, that authentic Italian place, Olive Garden, and I stole their salt and pepper shakers. They had, like, big ones. I thought they were good. Yeah, they're trash. That's why I'm happy I got rid of my store. 
it was worse times, how much pressure it was put on owners and staff to follow everything to a T. It is, and they're gonna if they get a chance to do it again, they will. And I'm hoping that they don't. But once again, you hope in one hand, and you shit in the other, and you see which one will get full first. Seven seven five three five seven fan. Seven seven five three five seven fans. Not like I say that a million times. Uh, Arnie Radio One at gmail.com. You can hit me up at Mixler tomorrow. We've got listener mail. Get me some mail, people. Come on, man.
such a long, long train ride. Such a long, long ride what we know so to me it ain't nothing but being true but now i know only i can stop the rain it doesn't have to be the way it is you say it is just because for the past 20 years every day it is but now i know only i can stop the rain i want to be able to walk out my front door without worrying about coming in conflict with the law cause now i know only i can stop Follow him, they'll follow me And I'll speak life into the words that you can see Cause now I know Only I can stop the rain We get away with everyday shit But everyday shit catches up to you When it does, you can't say shit Now I know Only I can stop the rain If I don't, you will But I won't, you still What makes us feel like we got to kill When now I know How many more times must we choose to trust these fools? Now I know only I can stop the rain If it ain't broke, don't fix it I gave it to you straight, don't mix it Twist it up for some slick shit Now I know only I can stop the rain I don't have to talk to it anymore I don't have to walk to it anymore I'm out the door Now I know only I can stop I wanna find peace with the Lord I don't wanna find a peace with the sword I can't afford to Now I know Only I can stop the rain When every day of my life It's a constant fight between wrong and right Now I know Only I can stop the rain I thank you Lord for my life Thank you Lord for keeping the deuce When things got tight Now I know Shit on my brain. What? I 
resort to violence. My niggas moving silence. Like you don't know what I stylish. New York niggas the wildest. My niggas is with it. You want it? Come and get it. Took it, then we split it. You fucking right, we did it. What the fuck you gon' do when we run up on you? Fucking with the wrong crew. Don't know what we going through. I'ma have to show niggas how easily we blow niggas. Let me find out it's some more niggas that's running with your niggas. Nothing we can't handle. Break it up and dismantle. Light it up like a candle. Just cause I can't stand you. Put my shit on tapes like you busting grapes. Think you holding weight? Then you haven't met the apes. Stop. Drop. Shut them down. It's pitiful, that's how niggas get down Watch my niggas spit round, make y'all niggas kiss ground Just for talking shit clowns Oh, you think it's funny, then you don't know me, money It's about to get ugly Fuck a dog, I'm hungry I guess you know what that means Come up off that green Five niggas on ravine Don't make it a murder scene Give a dog a bone, leave a dog alone Let a dog roam and he'll find his way home Home of the brave, my home is the cave And yo, I'm a slave to my home is the grave I'm a poor paper, it's all about the papers Just caught the papers in, now they wanna rape us Stop, drop, shut them down, open up shop Oh, no, that's how rough riders roll Stop, drop, shut them down, open up shop Oh, no, that's how rough riders roll Look what you done started, that's Frick, you got it Had it, shoulda shot it, now you dealing departed It's gonna be some slick shit What would that look for When I walked in the door Oh, you thought you was raw Boom, not anymore Cause now you on the floor Wishing you never saw Me walk through that door With that 4-4 Now it's time for bed Two more to the head Got the floor red Yeah, that nigga's dead Another unsolved mystery It's going down in history Niggas ain't never did shit to me Bitch ass niggas can't get to me Got to make a move Got a point to prove Gotta make them groove Got them all like, ooh Show to the next time just a piece of shit. Oh, yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Oh, uh, uh, of course he is. I mean, because of... Screw your freedom. Um, good news to report. Arnold Schwarzenegger is not in this Expendables. So, you got that going for you. Uh, I, I just went through some of the listener mails for tomorrow, and I have a listener mail about this, so I'm not going to answer it now. But... Christopher says, I swear if they do the same thing to the Expendables that they did to Top Gun, I'm going to lose it. You didn't like Top Gun 2? I, I love Top Gun 2. 
I, I mean, if they do to Expendables 4 what they did to top, make it awesome. Because part three of the Expendables was dog shit, i.e. Ronda Rousey. Uh, let's see. Uh, always happens right before I get home. My ass is a beacon for the porcelain throne. As it gets near, it gets triggered. Oh, Alicia, welcome to getting older. Your body knows where you are, and it doesn't want to hold it. Ken Dog. Ken Dog says RIP to a legend. Darkman X. Now, that's a real songwriter. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, almost forgot. You got to love that Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. I heard he survived an assassination attempt while defending America. According to the legend, he was armed only with a Frigidaire ice maker. He deflected all the bullets with said ice maker, then took it home and made ice for his Dr. Pepper. Murphy is the goat. Goddamn right it is. Jesus. I mean, that. Christopher, you're going to have to text me that so I can read that to Joe on Thursday. Oh, I'm talking about all the delays, remember? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, the, the Expendables comes out this week. There's no delay in that, my friend. You hate Chris Stapleton and Ronda Rousey? You're killing me, dude. Well, here's why I hate Ronda Rousey. First of all, she's, she has zero boxing IQ. Secondly, she's homely as shit. And thirdly, most importantly, when you get your ass handed to you because of, number one, you have no boxing or fight IQ, you have to do the press conference afterwards. And after she got beat by the first chick, Holly Holmes, who was homely as well, didn't do the press conference. Then when Amanda Nunez beat the living piss out of her because she thought she was going to stand up against her, she didn't do the press conference. So I oh, can't stand and And she ruined The Expendables Part 3. Love Top Gun 2. Remember the three-word review? They nailed it. Yeah, you're right. Hey, I want them to do the same thing. I was worried. I was like, I'm looking forward to this, but uh, th- there's some people in this one. I- I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, dog shit loved her. One of my favorite stories to tell is the night that Holly Holm defeated Ronda Rousey. My dad my dad and I, when, when boxing was huge, when we had people like Roy Jones Jr. and Felix Trinidad, all these great boxers, we would, I would have pay-per-view parties at my house, and I'd invite 10, 15 people over. We'd have food, and my dad would always, and my dad would always come. And my dad would always put a pool together, and he, he, he would cut the things in half, put them in a hat, shake them up, and for like five bucks, you get one, and it says, you know, Roy Jones' third round. And then it would have Felix Trinidad, fifth round, knockout. And then you had one for a draw, and you had one, one each for decision, right? And I wanted to take that because dog shit wanted to do the pay-per-view with Holly Holm and Ronda Rousey because he did find her attractive, which was weird. So I said, okay. So he fucked it all up. He's like, okay, Ronda Rousey's going to win in the first 10 seconds. Who wants that? I was like, that's not the way you do it. I mean, you're going to have fucking 550 different fucking, you know. If you're doing this in five-second increments, you're going to have 20 for each person each round. Five-round fight? That's going to be 100. You have to spend, you, you have to sell 100 of these squares, and there's only 10 of us here. We're not all buying them. So I took Holly home in whatever round she did. She went in the second round. 
And by the way, he didn't he didn't let us pick. And that's that's the key to the thing is you pick it out of a hat. You got to write it down. So I said Holly Holm in the second round. I wrote it down and I fucking won. And I happily took his money and I laughed the entire time. The look on his face when she got knocked the fuck out. He he wanted to look at everybody and just go, get out. But I took the money. Glad Iron Joe Murphy survived, but I'm sure uh, working out, I'm going to soak uh, too much uh, love, Arnie and Braddy. Uh, Fred says, yeah, she was pretty horrible when she got beat. Her pride got in the way. She thought she was unstoppable. Her issue was stamina. She has done good for a quick KO, but she can't go rounds giggity. See, and this is where her IQ comes in. See, I don't like fighters who don't have, I don't like any kind of athlete that doesn't have an IQ when it comes to it. Like the entire Rangers batting order. When there's runners at second and third with less than two outs, all you have to do is hit a fly fucking ball. Don't hit a ground ball. Hit a fly ball. You're a professional baseball player. You can do that. That's not having baseball IQ. Ronda Rousey was amazing at taking chicks out in the first round. And by the way, there was nothing wrong with that. And if you're one of these purists and one of these MMA people, the, the, the key to the fight is winning. And she did that. Didn't she, didn't she make somebody tap in like six seconds? Well, hell yes, you want to fucking do it quick. I don't want to get punched. But you see, she went away with it. She went away from that. She wanted to say, I can stand up against a 13-time kickboxing champion. Even though I've never kickboxed in my life and got knocked out. Oh, okay. I'm not going to go back to my old ways of just doing the arm bar and breaking a bitch's arm against Amanda Nunez. I'm going to stand up and try to punch with her. And don't even get me started on how terrible she was in the WWE. Were those tape pay-per-view parties tax write-offs? Absolutely, 100%. I miss the old days of Trinidad fights. The parties I threw were legendary. Tito's the GOAT. No, Tito is not the GOAT. Roy Jones Jr. is the GOAT until he got knocked out. When Roy Jones Jr. had the one loss on his career because he hit a guy when he was on his knee, he got disqualified from the fight. Up until the moment Roy Jones Jr. got knocked out and then acquired a glass jaw, Roy Jones Jr., pound for pound, greatest fighter to ever live. I, 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 will, I will debate anyone on that. Better than Floyd. Mike Tyson was just a beast. You, you, look, there's Mike Tyson and then there's everybody else. Uh, let's see. Uh, that's the difference between being a talented athlete and being a professional athlete. Bill says, I walked into a bar and sacked during the fight, uh, threw down 200 to anyone that would take the bet. It was like fishing in a barrel, one of the best nights of my life. There were actually people crying. It was awesome. Your out says, well, my longstanding immunity to whatever COVID is has ended. If fuck my life, I feel like death. Well, we, we're, we're sending you good vibes, you're out. Joe Murphy makes ladies go several rounds. Hey, now. Never really had a problem with her until clowns were saying she could beat any Mayweather up, and they blew her ass 
It's just she's the greatest fighter in the world. Hey, I meant goat of Puerto Rico. Okay. All right. Hey, I'll give you that. Look, look, I ain't going to take away from Tito. Tito was a great fighter. Tito was a great fighter. We were kind of blessed in that in that time frame to have such great middleweight fighters and, and that weight class of fighter because I, I, I prefer that over the heavyweights. And at that time, the heavyweight division was just a bunch of sloppy fat guys. Andre Ward was great. Tyson was a beast, but the division was weak when he ran it. Well, I mean, he did beat everybody. I mean, that, that, that's the tough part is that you, you can't, you can only, and, and the way he dominated people. Julio Cesar Chavez, best fighter. Talking about all them Tijuana cab drivers he fought? Hell no. If I had to do my rankings real quick here, since we're talking a little boxing, um, I'm not even putting Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson's number one because Mike Tyson was so dominant. Rocky Marciano was and is the greatest. I never got to see him fight, so I'm only going to base this on fighters that I got to see uh, fight. I would say that my Mount Rushmore, and this is a two inside boxing to do a Mount Rushmore of. Um, Let's see. Mm -hmm. Hold on a second here. Let's see. Three, four, five. Or three, four. So there's only four faces on that. Joe Gazzetti, 46 no. I don't know him. <sighs> Who do I put there? And I had to see them fight. I can't do Arturo Gotti or Mickey Ward because they both lost to one another. One of the greatest fights of all time. Who was that guy from Sacramento? Diego Corrales. The, probably the greatest comeback in a fight I ever saw in the 10th round when he, he got knocked down, damn near got counted out, and then came back and knocked the dude out with like five seconds left in the, fi- in the, in the ring or in the, in the round. Diego Corrales. And then he, Diego Corrales got killed in a motorcycle accident. I remember him. Uh, all right. Um, boy, oh, boy, this is tough. Oh, oh, I, I, pff, shit. No, it's not. I can't think of his name right now. F- oh, fucking. Uh, come on, where are, my, where, where are my Mexican people at? Y'all know who I'm talking about. Current champ. The Ginger. Oh, I'm going to kick myself because I love him. Actually, I I might move him up to number two. Yes, and I'm moving somebody up to number two whose name I can't remember because my Alzheimer's is kicking in. Canelo Alvarez. Okay, here's my Mount Rushmore of my lifetime. Number four, I got to put Floyd on there. What about Jake LaMotta? Never saw him fight. Dirtbag, though. Great movie. I got to put Floyd on there, 49-0. and 0, Pretty impressive in my lifetime. Somebody asked De La Hoya. I was never an Oscar De La Hoya fan. 
Canelo fights one of the uh, Charlo twins this weekend. Okay, good. Uh, number number three on my list is Canelo Alvarez. I'm, I'm going to put him at number three. I've watched him ever since he broke in. He lost to Floyd Mayweather, I know. No, Jake Paul, no. Canelo would be on my list of my lifetime's greatest boxers that I've seen. Number two is without look, – look, Mike Tyson is, is the, the sun hovering above this Mount Rushmore. My number two is easy, and I love this man. From the south side of Chicago, a lefty, and he was bad to the fucking bone. Marvelous Marvin Hagler. You, you, you didn't mess with Marvelous Marvin Hagler. He was the walking epitome of the Jim Croce song, Bad, Bad Leroy Brown. Where do you put Kim Dooku? Oh, I love me some Kim Dooku. I watched that fight with my grandma. ABC's Wide World of Sports, when Ray Boom Boom Mancini killed him in the ring. Greatest fights I watched, heavyweights, Holyfield. I love Tyson, but he whooped his ass twice. Light were without uh, Roy Jones, middleweight, Sugar Ray Leonard, and I don't care about anyone under those. Yeah, Tommy Morrison, no. And my number one is Roy Jones Jr. I loved Roy. Roy just fucking was the man. He was a showman, too. All right, getting back to things here. Now, he was my favorite, but Sugar Ray was a half step above, even though they robbed Hagler. They, they raped Hagler. Hagler kicked his ass in that fight. Marvelous Marvin Hagler was twice the fighter that Sugar Ray was. Greatest boxer of all time was Rowdy Roddy Piper. I could say Clubber Lane, but he got beat by Rocky. I mean, the greatest boxer of all time is Rocky Balboa. Let's not kid ourselves. I mean, in that scenario, if you had to do the Mount Rushmore of Rockies, you know, Rockies number one, number two. Is, well, you know what? Rockies number two. I'm going to put Apollo Creed at number one. Apollo Creed was the finest boxer in those movies. You know what? Actually, Rocky is number three because Clubber Lane was bad to the fucking bone, too. Then you got Rocky, and then I'll put Drago number four. Stinkfist has Jones Jr., Crawford, Canelo, Andre Ward. Great list. Great list. Oh, forgotten was Sweet P. Whitaker. Oh. He could fucking. And I didn't put Pacquiao on there because Pacquiao's like just a little gnat. Get away. Get away. Get away. Tough guy, sure, but get away. Stinkfist says, I loathe De La Hoya. I, I wasn't a fan. My dad was a fan of his. And, man, when Floyd, when Floyd Mayweather beat him, my dad was so mad. I laughed so hard. Butterbean. I got to judge a bud girl competition with Butterbean. <coughs> nice guy. Eric. Told me to call him Eric. He's a cool guy. All right, a guy in Australia is suing a hospital for $642 million. <laughs> New dad, Anil Kapula, filed a lawsuit after the successful operation. His wife gave birth via C-section, and he claims that it left him in a psychotic illness.
He also claims the hospital breached a duty of care it owed him and is liable to pay him damages. He's suing the Royal Women's Hospital in Melbourne in the amount of $1 billion Australian dollars. He said that seeing his wife's blood and innards grossed him out to the point it caused a rift in their marriage and they ended up divorced. Hey, dummy. I mean, this is the easiest thing to cure. If, if, if I'm, if, I'll tell you this right now. If I'm a lawyer there in Australia, crikeys, oh, crikeys, all I got to do is ask him one simple question when he's on the witness stand. You ready? Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Alien? And if he says yes... Dummy! Yeah! Yeah! Yeah, you lost your case. Let's remember the movie Alien where the dudes are sitting around and gals are sitting around the dinner table in outer space. And all of a sudden that one fellow's like, oh, God, my chest. Got some heartburn going on here. No, that ain't heartburn. That's an alien fixing to pop out your damn chest, dude. And sure enough, it went, pa You even made noises. And then it ran away. And that grew up to be the big, bad fucking alien that killed everybody. Except Sigourney Weaver, because he... Not a lot of people know this, but um, the kryptonite of aliens, like that, um, the kryptonite of aliens (laughs) is ugly women. And that's why Sigourney Weaver did so well. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I know, that was cool. Uh, Get out of the delivery room if you can't handle it, pussy. Man card revoked. He must have just realized how much baby cost, yeah. I mean, seriously. Thank God, look, look, first of all, I don't belong in there. Look, we can have this debate for the rest of the show. You know how, uh, how stringent I am on guys do not go to baby showers. Guys do not go to fucking bridal showers. And guys should not be in the fucking delivery room. You ain't got no degree. I don't want some random person or somebody I'm related to in the room while I'm having surgery. (laughs) I guarantee you I have a widow maker that's happening right now in one of my arteries. And when they go to fucking plush those arteries out, I really don't think the bratty kid is going to be wanting to stand in there. Hell, I'm afraid that she might throw something in there. Now, if you're going to ask me to be in the room, I'm going to ask the question, do I get to cut her? I don't want to be in there for that. And I sure as don't want to, as fuck, do not want to see it come out the old-fashioned way. I want to see a bowling ball come out of a straw. Men don't hunt or clean animals anymore, it shows. You forgot about the musical number the baby alien performed from Lone Star. <laughs> my ex wasn't at the baby shower. It was girls only. When our daughter was born, he was there holding one of my legs. Mm-mm, no thanks. Uh-uh. I don't need to be in that room. 
I, I don't need to see any fucking poop hitting the floor. I don't need, I don't need any of that. I don't need any, need any innards coming out. That weird gelatinous shit that's all over the kid. Look, kid looks like you popped him out of a can of Spam. You want to totally get me off Spam? I still like fried Spam a little bit. You want to totally get me off of that or fucking them little uh, Vienna sausages? Just show me a baby being born. I ain't ever doing it again because that gelatinous shit's the same. Luckily, they didn't give her an episiotomy. What the fuck is an episiotomy? Is that where it comes out the butt? Fuck, if it comes out the butt, I'm definitely leaving. Sorry, sir, we're going to have you give you the uh, episiotomy. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm running. I'm running to the gift shop. Christine did spam in the air fryer. Delicious. That does sound pretty good. Uh, as someone who's had two C-sections, I wouldn't want to witness to someone's C-section. Nope. I didn't even want to know how or what it was. All of it. Just get the kid out of me. Wash it, wrap it, and then let me see him. There you go. That's it. See, Jen, this is why you're the truth. Hello, can of spam gel. Yeah, that, that that's all is baby coagulation. Ugh, gross. By the way, I I don't know if this is uh if this has gone to court and been thrown out yet. Uh, I'll I'll keep an eye out to see what happens in this case, where he's suing for a billion Australian dollars. They cut their taint. Oh goddamn, no. First thing all men think about after seeing a baby come out is it's never going to be tight again. Yeah, you get those asshole guys. Like, hey, Doc, throw in an extra stitch for me. Look at me. I'm so manly. My cock is so small, I need an extra stitch. Alicia, I don't know if you're crapping right now or if you're, you're, you're around. I, I give you total permission to put somebody in a rear naked choke if they ever say that. And, and, and you'll get out. You might be arrested for it, but once you say, Arnie said I could do this, it, it, it's free sailing, they'll let you go. But put them in, put them in some kind of fucking terrible chokehold. It's really, really going to be painful if they give the old, Hey, Doc, can you throw in an extra stitch for me? Blah. That's I'm, I'm sure that's what your wife wants to hear or your baby mama wants to hear. Because the gals aren't worried about that at all. Already. My ex did that right after I had her. Such a dick. Doctor said if I stitch her anymore, you can't put it in. Yeah, well, it'll be tight to me because I've got teeny weeny. Throw in an extra stitch. Fuck you, idiot. Now, maybe, 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 maybe this guy is the father of this little girl. No, no, the, the, from Bintulu, uh, addict, Masalin from Bintunu. Where the fuck is that? Malaysia? When the baby is born through the butt, you must name it Chelsea Clinton. 
I know I saw my wife's tank cowboy. Uh, I was never be able to bitch about anything ever again. No shit. All right, so this girl, uh, they, they, they've deemed her a child from heaven by Malaysia's royal family. She ain't no damn child from heaven. Where are my Star Wars people at? This gal was born on the Wookiee planet. This girl has got the Wolfman disease. She got hair everywhere on the face. This girl's got 5 o'clock shadow at 10 o'clock in the morning. Good Lord. See that thing coming. You know the good thing about this girl? I got to say this. God, I, this is so wrong of me. I'm talking about a two-year-old here. Thank God I don't have a mirror in this room. I'm going to say it. This girl ain't ever got to buy a Halloween costume. <laughs> Y'all know that's funny. Y'all are going to hell with me. Come on. Come on. All aboard. Um, I was worried about that. My son was 10 pounds. I was like, there's no way we're going to try to send that through the chute. The <laughs> no way. The chute just cut in half. Otherwise, it's going to die in there. My vagina is well, well too special to fuck with. It's either birthing a toddler. Miss Island, picture with her daddy, Roland. Oh, good Lord, there's a baby picture with her hairy face. Yikes. Oof. They got people all over. A Napoli's mother and her children with hypertichotrisis, also known as werewolf syndrome. Do they howl at the moon? Well, get the plastic fangs for 99 cents. Yeah, you just got to buy a size up every year. God damn it, Arnie. I'm going to think about that later when I said that this girl, this two-year-old girl that's born with this terrible wolfman disease never has to buy a Halloween costume. Oh. See, this, that, that's how my mind went. Uh, I tell the story. Uh, about my brother Tom, he was my brother-in-law, but he was my brother. Uh, House of Pain. Oh, wait, let's see. Uh, House of Pain. Did you see the story of the Indian Slurpee Nut Casino that was born with fourteen fingers and twelve toes? Holy shit! Stackard, do you know him? So my brother Tom. Um, next to my dad, one of the greatest male influences ever in my life. I miss him. Uh, I would talk to him. E- even though my sisters and I hated each other and didn't get along, I loved Tom. And I could talk to Tom. Tom and I would talk for two hours every time I'd call him. We'd talk about baseball. We'd talk about the world. He'd talk about my career, talk about what's going on with him. And I'll never forget when he, he retired. He, uh, he was always a salesman. His father had an appliance store in St. Louis called The New Deal. And that's where I got to meet Bruiser Brody once because Bruiser Brody did all their commercials. And it was an old-school appliance store. I mean, washers, dryers, TVs. They had the old laser discs. And I got to watch a lot of dirty movies because Tom let me come in there and pick out whatever I wanted, and he'd just laugh. 
And then Tom went on to sell carpeting, was very successful selling carpeting. And finally got to the age of like 64, 65. He was 21 years older than me. And he decided it's time to retire. Had enough money saved. They were, they were ready to go. He and my, my now defunct, dead-to-me sister, Mary Jo, had two kids, two great kids. I don't talk to them either, but that's on them. I'll never forget the phone call my dad called me a week after Tom retired. And Tom was a, a loved to play golf. And I, I used to whoop his ass, and it was fantastic. But he was pretty good, but I'd fucking whoop his ass. Hit it like 60 yards past him. Um, I got the phone call a week after Tom retired, saying that Tom had cancer. A week after he retired, they found a giant tumor in his calf. And I said, well, what's, what's the prognosis? You know, I asked Dad. Dad said, well, they're, they're going to they're gonna cut his leg off. I said, they're going to cut his whole fucking leg off? And he's like, no, no, just above the knee. I said, oh, 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 that's it, only above the knee. And sure enough, they did, like the next week. And I'll never forget, when I, when I called Tom, like two days after the surgery, he could talk. And I'm talking to him on the phone, and I got the speakerphone. <laughs> And I could hear my sister groan in the background when I said this, which meant it was a home run for me. And the surgery happened, like, I want to say in, in, in August or something. And I said, so how you doing? He goes, he goes, good. You know, I'm, I'm ready to start physical therapy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play golf. Uh, you know, I've got this, you know, pro, uh, prosthesis now. And, I'm, I, and I go, well, guess what, buddy? He goes, what? I go, your fucking costume for Halloween is set now forever. And he goes, what is that? I said, well, you got to be a fucking pirate. <laughs> and the grunt I heard from my sister and then the laughter I heard from Tom, it, 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 made it, it made it all worth it. So that's why my brain goes in those places because I have to make myself laugh. miss him every day uh all right let's see do i go there no no dude this story is fucking weird here so they're not showing a picture of the girl who looks like she's got either chocolate or doo-doo fucking on her face but let me read you the headline incest house of horror do i even need to go on Father and daughter were in a relationship for four years and walked hand-in-hand through the village. Where the fuck is this? Oh, it's in Poland, the northern part of Poland. Pytor Garaskic, 54, and Pauline Garaskic, 20, are facing life in prison now. No, no, not because incest is best. She shaved her head to put off other men. That is, until authorities were called to their house, and they revealed the bodies of three newborn babies that were rotting in the basement of their house. 
Now, it could have been just one baby with three heads, but Stinkfist says, I would bet Florida. Oh, my friend, do we have a pile of Florida stories to end the show with. Tom had a leg up on Lieutenant Dan. Shit, he could have gone as Lieutenant Dan one year. Colleagues of the girl at a cake shop have now told her family uh, her father shaved her head so that other boys wouldn't look at her, and she looked up to him as if she was God. Ugh, that is gross. Did, 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 she, did she give it up when she was at the cake shop when she says, Daddy says blood makes the best lubricant? He put the pole and bowl in and his daughter. No shit. Oh, third baby's relationship he had with another daughter. Oh, God. So two of the babies were from the weird 20-year-old, and another baby was from another daughter. Yeah, we're the fucked up ones here in America. Let's just remember that. America's the fucked up place. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have to take a trip. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. This is the story of 78-year-old Ed Druzlowski, Polish probably, from D. Leon Springs, Florida, who was booked in the Volusia County Jail Saturday night, Sunday night. What happened? Well, let me tell you what happened. His neighbor, Brian Ford, was outside on Sunday trimming trees, you know, maybe he's not a football fan, maybe he's not watching any games, maybe he just wants to take care of these trees, and he's trimming trees along the fence between 1880 and 1890 Alameda Drive when Mr. Drozlowski confronted him about being on his property. Hey, buddy, you're on my property. You're cutting trees. Mr. Druzlowski told detectives he threatened to shoot Ford. And when Ford didn't leave, well, he shot him. Um, deputies responded to the scene after receiving two 911 calls. Uh, Mr. Brown died on the spot. And now Mr. Druzlowski is being held without bond. For shooting somebody for trimming trees. <laughs> Jesus V. Coop. The previous story in Poland, the thing he liked best about his daughter's smile was it was vertical. <laughs> yeah, this 78-year-old's going to prison. Maybe I should say probably going back to prison. 
I mean, it, it, he 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 ramped it up pretty quick. Hey, what you doing out here? Oh, I'm trimming the trees. Well, you're on my property. Well, I, I'm just trimming the trees back. I'll be done in like two minutes. I'll shoot you. Sir, I have two minutes. Bang, bang, bang. I mean, that's quick. Joe Murphy would have fucking hit him with the damn tree saw and killed him. Because that's what Joe Murphy's about. I want Murph to brain somebody with that ice maker now. All right, next story in Florida. The Sunshine State. Mm-mm-mm. Disney World. Everybody loves Disney, right? Everybody loves Disney. Disneyland in Anaheim. Disney World in Orlando. Well, just before 1 o'clock on Monday, the park decided to reopen more than half the park after it was all closed down for several hours because there was a bear on the loose. Now, this wasn't like a bear from Song of the South, right? Because they, they've already gotten rid of that. Bear necessities, fucker. Bear necessities, fucker. We're working with the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation. We've made the decision to reopen Frontierland, Liberty Square, and Adventureland at Magic Kingdom Park. Does a bear shit in Disney World? You're goddamn right it does. You imagine that you're at Disney, you're at Epcot, man. You're about to go into the Magic Kingdom, and then out of a, out of a sudden, out of nowhere, you look to your left and <laughs> you you know that people thought that that was an attraction of the park. Probably wanted to try to get a selfie with it until they got mauled. If Kobe goes to Disneyland, it's just called Disney. The Florida Fish and Wildlife has confirmed that the bear was safely captured and will be being charged because they broke into the park. No ticky, no laundry. How is it that a bear can break into Disney? I mean, is there that much crazy wildlife in Florida? You imagine you're 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 up on the you know the 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 carts that fly you around to the other side of the park and you look down and you see a fucking bear. Oh, I'm throwing shit at it. I'm trying to make it mad. If I can walk away from that because it's all about the story. That would if I if I had a headstone, that would probably be on my headstone. It's all about the story. My buddy Dan and I live by that mantra. And I'm going to be pelting that bear because I want to see the bear attack, so I have a, a, a bear attack story at Disney. The, the happiest place on earth. Final story out of the gorgeous Sunshine State here. <sighs> Cowboys girl, this doesn't involve you. Okay? You don't need to listen. Not at all. 
But once again, ask him, I haven't said this in a while. Nature is not your friend. South Carolina man was on New Smyrna Beach in Florida recently. And he decided that he was going to do him a little surfing. Mark Somerset's his stupid idiot's name. He was at the beach the day before where he witnessed 10 sharks swimming around. That was the day before. Two surfers have been attacked in the span of a week since July. Well, Mr. Smyrna said, you know what? I ain't gonna worry about that shit. I'm gonna get my surf on. And what happened? Well, when he jumped off his board coming off a wave, he jumped right into the waiting, anticipating mouth of a shark. He said, I heard the crunch. It felt like a bear trap crunching on my face. By the way, just to let everybody know, New Smyrna Beach is considered the shark bite capital of the world. This guy's face was about damn ripped off. Now, now I ain't no rocket science. We all know that. I have my limitations when it comes to smarts. I rely on y'all. Ogre, you're, 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 you're my go-to professor on the show. But everybody helps me with stuff like the Canelo Alvarez thing when I, when I forget names. But I got to say this. It don't take being a rocket scientist. All right? It don't. If I hear... Well, hold on a second. Let me let me let me go back and, and read exactly what this says. New Smyrna Beach is widely considered the shark bite capital of the world. Now, do you think that they have that on all the tourist pamphlets? Because look. This would almost be like walking into a bathroom, and it has a, a sign on the door that says, Warning, rapists are inside there. And then I go in there, and I get raped. I don't want to say, I, I don't want to, but I have to because of, well, it, it, it's kind of the law. This guy is a stupid idiot. Yeah, I'll go ahead and say it. This guy could be one of the dumbest people that we've ever come across on this show. And I'll say it because when you hear the phrase, <clears throat> New Smyrna Beach, widely considered the shark bite capital of the world, I want you to think about how big the world is. I want you to think about South Africa, Australia, Hawaii. North Carolina, where all these attacks happen. Pale in comparison to New Smyrna Beach. And you go, 
hey, you know what would be a good idea? Is going in that water. I'm going to go in that water and I'm going to surf. And nothing's going to happen to me. Well, brother, you are now the new Scarface aficionado. Oh, dear God. Look, I guess you could say it's eyes wide open when you're surfing Uh in an area near Smyrna Beach that is known as the shark bite capital of the world. And certainly it has lived up to its name this summer. That is five reported incidents now in less than four months, including what happened in Mark Somerset, who was just out there trying to enjoy the surf generated by Hurricane Lee when he came face to face with the shark who bit him in the face. We have to warn you, some of these images are graphic. The Daytona Beach area boasts some of the best surfing anywhere in the world. But for South Carolina native Mark Somerset, the lure of the waves came at a heavy cost. The pain is still here. It still hurts. Somerset's reeling from a severe bite to the face, stretching oh, from I his forehead to his it. jaw. In the face! Stitches. In the face! He saw the shark coming after finishing a wave and jumping off his board. I felt this pressure on my face it felt like a bear trap i think he just ripped down a little bit five sharks have five rows of teeth so he, he tore me up pretty bad and uh he let go aerial shots showed a number of the highly feared fish in the water after the attack somerset told us he spotted around 10 the day before idiot i spoke to okay that's all i need to hear that's a, if i see let me, let me just say let, let me equate this if I want to go to the mall and I see a whole bunch of gang members standing outside the front entrance where I got to walk in the day before I go to the mall, and then I go back to the mall and there's only a couple there, I'm betting the rest of them are inside now. Just saying. So the real question, do they have more sharks or just an abundance of stupid people? I mean... I, this guy has to get it. Dummy! Yeah! Yeah! Dummy! Yeah! Yeah! Well, I only counted 10 in the water yesterday. I didn't think they'd attack me. I'm from South Carolina. What the fuck, man? Oh, that's going to do it for us today, ass family. Thank you so much for being on the ride today. We will be back again tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. I need listener mail for tomorrow. Arnie, radio one at gmail.com. Until then, adios, everybody. As far as all my friends can tell, I took her leaving where?
wishing she would call And just the other day I took her smiling face down off my wall is outside waiting to arrest him.